sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sicilianos Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mac Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. Thank you again for jumping on to episode 82. Um, today we're going to briefly talk about uh, what transpired for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, they beat Rutgers. We're going to talk about that. Good win. Huge big, win. Big Huge win. win. Yeah. Um, they look the, great. Detroit Lions. We're going to talk about <laughs> that as well. Better than ever. Um, Better yeah. than Lions. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to talk. Ryan's going to lead the discussion of when we talk Pistons. Um, basically, all I have on my list are the draft picks. So we're going to need Ryan's expertise to you're gonna, figure you're out. You're going to have to cut me off. Figure out on how that we got there. <laughs> Somebody got yeah, to talk about. You were the one that, that came up with Good. the idea of a 10-minute timer, right? So this yeah. is the per- that's the perfect segment to start this. Well, no, do, it with, <laughs> do it with him and the Lions. You can do a combo of Michigan and the Lions, and that's 10 minutes. That's right 10 there. minutes right there. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Uh, we're going to drink some. <laughs> this sounds good, but then has no intention of actually doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, I didn't even hear what I said. My, my, I just had sounds good. I have no idea what you said. Uh, we're going to talk about – we're going to make our De Hops Brewing Company and Cafe picks, a week, picks of the week against the spread. Um, and then, of course, we're going to grade our Siciliano's Market Michigan beers. Also, we got something fun for you guys, uh, Southern Hiss Sauces. Uh, we got nine of them. So our fun little segment today is going to be taste testing all of them. Um, <laughs> we've never done anything like that, uh, but I think it's going to be a good time. We're going to see how and just kind of talk about it as we, as we go. We'll tell you guys which ones we like and which ones we dislike. We'll tell you all about them as we get this episode rolling. I'm Sam Waltart. With me today, we got Micah Smith. Ryan Walthart over there, and Kyle Fossey waving his hand like a moron. I don't know what he's doing. But King Kyle. I'm cheering for myself <laughs> like a moron. <laughs> Micah, you are back today. I'm where, back. Where were you at last week? What's going on? Uh, I just had a lot going on, boys. Yeah, well, you said you had well, yeah, family in town, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had family in town uh, from Washington, obviously, because they Did you lived... actually see them, or was that just your excuse to get out of the podcast? Well, I have family oh, in I town. Oh, I definitely went out to eat with them. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it, it was nice, nice seeing uh, Aunt Mel, and uh, not the whole family was here. So she she came in to get my grandfather moved out of his home into a uh, <clears throat> into a, a care facility. Oh, so, gotcha. um, yeah, that 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 was them just kind of cleaning out the house, getting things ready, and getting him moved. So. Good. I'm glad you had a, a good uh, good week. Good week off. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why I was, is Sam so awkward? Because I <laughs> I just wanted the record to show too that when I waved my hand and pumped my fist, he said waving his fist like a moron. Yeah. That's the opening shot right there. Okay. <laughs> I didn't start this shots, war. Shots but fire. I'll finish it. Yeah, I know. No, I'm yeah. really nervous. <laughs> I think we should just call it a day. Um let's 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 wait till tomorrow. Let's can we regroup till tomorrow? Yeah, we'll come back tomorrow. My wife would actually uh, really like that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, you're gonna be gone tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the point. Um but we're yeah, we're gonna talk Michigan sports. We're gonna drink some Michigan beer, and obviously we're gonna have a good time doing that. Um let's I wanna start with the Michigan game. 
Uh, before we get into our beer introductions, uh, Michigan beat Rutgers 48 to 42 in triple overtime. Michigan was down 17 nothing late in the second quarter, not third quarter, as I Same. wrote in, in, incorrectly. We got a timer no. on me. Oh, great. I can't, I can't even get through the timer. I can't yeah. even read everything through the timer. Uh, when Harbaugh finally pulled the plug on Joe Milton, uh, he went. 5 of 12 for 89 yards in negative 16 rushing yards and really just struggled getting anything going for the offense. I think that was really the, the key. So he, good. he switched over to Cade McNamara. Uh, he, he came in good. and threw uh, a 46-yard touchdown on Here's his first drive. Joe. He's a bad football <laughs> To Cornelius <player>. <laughs> Johnson, who also led the team in receiving the with he was playing. 105 total yards <laughs> on five catches and two of them for four touchdowns. McNamara pretty much saved this team. I feel like, I mean, it, it gives you something to watch. Tw- he went 27-36 for 260 total, four touchdowns through the air, and one on the ground. Obviously, your your numbers will inflate a little bit when you go into overtime, a little triple ask you overtime. This. But Let me ask you this real quick. Still. Did Haskins have 110 yards on 22 carries? He did, yeah. So that was kind of the, I thought, interesting right. to see that we <laughs> finally had a lead back. There, It wasn't the two-headed monster that everybody has to have equal touches, anything like that. Haskins got the number one carries. He got the number one touches as the running back. 110 yards, 22 carries, as Kyle already mentioned perfectly. Yeah, it's against yes. Rutgers. He, but, I mean, look, it's better than losing to Rutgers. That's true. Right? He, he was monstrous. <laughs> so Rutgers is better than they have been. It's clear. Like ever. Everybody, ever. Yeah, everybody right? sees that. But yeah. you still expect to, to beat them. Yeah, and, and yeah. I feel like and what I want to do with this win against Rutgers is it seems like the narrative that all of these hardball haters have is, Wins and losses. Well, you don't win these games. You don't win games. If it's wins and losses, you just beat Rutgers. So don't complain about how you beat Rutgers. It's a win. For for the for that group. I'm not part of that group. I, I like Harbaugh still, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Actually, just listen to last week's episode. Please, yeah, yeah, please know. <laughs> we did plenty of that last week. Basically, like I mean, this is going to be a quick conversation, but we finally found the quarterback of 2020. Seems that way. It feels that yeah. way, right? Should be. Now, one thing that I think is a massive red flag for this this team and this coaching staff. Like again, I defend the co- coaching staff, I defend Harbaugh, but I think put all the losses aside here. The thing that's most concerning to me about Harbaugh and this regime is why in the world is Joe Milton winning this job out of camp? Why in the world was Joe Milton the quarterback heading into this game when we obviously can see who the better quarterback is in gameplay? And obviously we don't know what's going on in practice and stuff, but. What we saw last week, in my opinion, was enough that it was at least a good question. It's pretty clear to g- yeah, put but, Joe Milton on a short leash. Yeah, but leash. you you said last week that he, I did, he yeah. should go back out there and start, right? You I did wanted say to that. see him do yeah. that again. I did say that. Yes, I would have agreed. But and to me, this was—I mean, I've been saying it for two weeks now. You know, I wanted him to. I, I was excited about the prospect of Joe Milton coming into this year because of what you heard about camp, the the reasons that we've talked about him winning the job over other talented quarterbacks yeah. like, like McCaffrey. And so if he was going to – you assume that they were seeing the right things in practice day in, day out. How how can they miss it so badly? Because three weeks into the season, I was calling for him to be – I was not even saying like, well, he's just struggled. No, he looked bad and he was playing bad. He should be – they should know that at this point. You know, yeah. they should have known that at that point. Last game, he should not have gotten the start against Rutgers. I'm sorry, but look, why would you start him? I'm kind of where you were starting off here. How does he even get the start against Rutgers when Cade McNamara was the only thing that happened positively against Wisconsin? Well, in defense of the coaches, 
Joe Milton may have actually looked really good in practice against Don Brown's defense. That's a good and point. he may have looked that mm. much better than McCaffrey, than yeah, but- McNamara. But everything changes when you start playing other teams, when you start going through the schedule. It changes. It it just does. Yeah, but the, you the see knock, the same look defense for months. Yeah, but the knock on Milton coming out of high school was he he had a less than fifty percent completion percentage in high school against that kind of competition, which meant that yeah he had a huge arm. He he had a body like people were comparing him to, you know Cam Newton and everything, which completely un, unfair comparison. Yep. But you expected him to grow into something more. And if and if he was going to be the starting quarterback going in this year when it was a three horse race or really a two horse race with McNamara on the right. sidelines, then you you would think that he would have come a long way. And and there's a difference between hitting open receivers in practice week in week in week out and folding under pressure in games because he, it wasn't that he was just folding under pressure because of defensive pressure. He was missing guys by ten yards, fifteen yards on the field. You would be seeing the same thing in practice. I think that's where I'm getting at. Yeah, I, okay. I think accuracy is something that you either have or you don't. It doesn't matter how how sorry completely yeah, agree. Yeah, well, I think the most important thing to remember here is that in last week's episode, Ryan and I both said move on from move Joe, on. yeah, and Sam and, said don't. Yeah, I, I think I, I would have been on that team. I think right. he did deserve but he, another. But you shot, weren't here, so you're getting free pass. But I also but he thought was wrong. He, I also thought he was going to look a lot better. Yeah, the way he looked in like <laughs> I, I thought it was an opportunity to be like, hey, I'm just going to say Joe Milton's the guy. Give him another sure, shot, and he's, yeah. I'm going to look really good because it's Rutgers. And we both said move on from Rocky Lombardi, <laughs> too. So, it, yeah. you know, maybe we all agreed on that one. But, yeah. Before the I game like started, this, <laughs> we were right. Yeah. That's, Sam and you was were wrong. wrong but that's, that, yeah, that's fine. So that's I, I don't want to pass because I wasn't here, but before the game I was talking to him, and he asked me, hey, hey, do you want do you want Joe to start? And I said, yeah, I want Joe to start. I, I don't want him to be taken out of the situation or the season from last week's situation. I want yeah. him to start, and then the point at, at the point when Cade came in, that was the right call when Cade came in. From from here on out, I will be it calling better, for Cade. If, if be, Cade doesn't yeah. walk out there this coming weekend, I'm going to be furious. So yeah, quick sure. quick stat. So Cade McNamara has played a total of like three quarters, right, maybe? Three four, four. four, I think. Well, then the three overtimes. But, yeah, probably four quarters total. Maybe four no, quarters. Probably, yeah, you're probably right with closer yeah. to three. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of those, like the Wisconsin game, he never even got the ball back. Like he, yeah. he had one that one drive, basically, and then you didn't really see the field again. Yeah. He has five touchdowns on the season so far. Cade McNamara does. Joe Milton in five starts this year has four touchdown passes. So just just so we're all clear, McNamara is going to win the Heisman, right? Is no. that where is that where we're at? No, no, that's no, what no. that's what Jerry will say. Twenty got to beat Rocky Look, Lombardi. I am kidding. Obviously, we don't think that, so please don't take our words wrong. Sam it's a joke. No, but I think the important <laughs> thing to take away from this too is this is not a skill position issue that Michigan has right now. They're wide receivers. There's, I know they're young, but that's not the reason they weren't producing. Their running back court, that's not the reason they were not producing. This offense was not producing because the general. The leader of the offense, their quarterback, was not capable of leading the offense. Sorry, so you're saying the reason they weren't, their skill level is not the reason why they weren't producing. Right, right. It was what I mean. of, okay. So now, now you get Cade McNamara, and, and what did you guys listen to his post game interview? It was awesome. I didn't listen to his post game interview. I listened to his post game 
locker room speech yeah. to the team, which got we'll, me six minutes. We'll have to show you that off this, air. This guy, this it's he's a leader. You can yeah. you can tell. Yes, he is. So, but he also described it this way. He said, "Look, this is my job is to be a distributor. My, I'm not the offense. But I just I want to get the ball into my playmakers' hands as quickly as possible." Love he, it. Sa- he said that like two or three times during the interview that he wants to get the ball out of his hands. And it was very, very clear in this game when he has the ball and he gets it to Cornelius Johnson, when he gets it to – help me out with some of, some of these other names here. Uh, Ronnie Bell. Sanders Ronnie Bell. Sanders, Sanders, Sanders. I mean, he, they can do All their jobs. All if he ever gets a catch. Denard Robinson. <laughs> they can do their jobs, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're a talented group of wide yeah, receivers, I, I and they're young, but, but they're pretty athletic. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. I think this is the type of quarterback that we want for, for this type of team. I understand the excitement of, of a Joe Milton and that arm strength and all of that stuff. And look, I mean, you can see a massive difference in arm strength, but you can also see a massive difference in touch. You can see a massive difference in feel pre-snap. Decision-making. Decision-making, everything. Like, he, he looks like a legitimate quarterback Well, while Joe Milton still looks like a – he looks like a freshman. He looks like a true freshman. He looks like the younger guy. I'm not sure what age <clears throat> either of these guys are. I, I believe Milton's a year older. Is that correct? Milton's a junior, and Cade McNamara's a sophomore. So I would not be able to tell you that by, by looking at him at all. Cade looks like the more polished, older, more ready-to-go quarterback. Hey, and what, I think happens, a, what happens when you have a team that believes in their quarterback? Every part of the team plays better because yep, they believe in something. He, he, Completely different. He is the leader, and I think he's ready to be the leader. And based on what he said after the game, uh, he's ready. He's ready to lead this team. Um, to whatever it is that they have, whether it's three more losses or whatever, it is what it is. But he's he's the leader of this team, and I sure hope that Jim Harbaugh gives him the give him gives him the reins and totally buys into him because I don't want that other question of is the right guy at quarterback right now. I don't think that should be a question moving forward. I hope that they just give him the reins, let him try to earn this job for 2021 as well. Um, it's his job to lose, and I hope that they give him a chance, to, a real true chance to lose it or lose it to injury. Do we have any comments there, Micah, that, that you wanted to bring up? Or or did you have a – you said you had yeah. a stat that you wanted I, to bring up too. I, I can't read them. I thought ah. I could read them. It's just a little too too small. So Sorry, <clears throat> man. I, I got, yeah, I got w- confident. Mike Workham is basically agreeing with us. He says that Joe Melton's got to learn touch. It's his the, – the strength is his biggest weakness, you know what I mean? And it's – the his arm strength is beyond absurd, but th- the touch isn't there with his arm strength, and that's what you were harping on the last few weeks. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And <clears throat> he also said it's amazing how much more open the wide receivers looked after that change, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it I wonder if the, if the play calling might may have adjusted because of the the type of quarterback you have. Um, maybe you didn't trust that he can scramble as quick, and and you, I don't know, give him more op- options through the air I, because you don't have that. Ground option. Yeah, I heard I heard a Michigan insider talking about how Harbaugh actually took over play calling in the second half. I heard really? I heard a rumor of that because they were running a lot of pro style offense with McNamara compared to the speed and space. That's philosophy. interesting. Oh, wow. That so is, something that to is keep an very eye on. interesting. Really? Is there a ton of comments on there? Yeah, what else we got? <clears throat> Any, is it just a conversation between you and Mike? Yeah. All right. Uh, but you said you had a before we turn the page. You said you have yeah. a stat that is massively well, negative and one that's massively positive. Yeah, correct? the the positive one is about one of the receivers, Cornelius Johnson. No, I think we should start with a negative one so we can end on a positive note. What do you think? We're too well, late. We're, 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 on too offen- late. we're on offense right now. All right, all right. However you want to. No, that's fine. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have even said anything. 
Cornelius Johnson True. has the same <laughs> amount Agreed. of 100-yard receiving games as Tariq Black, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Nico Collins combined. Holy smokes. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> or is it two? Yeah. I don't the know answer, what it is. The answer That's is two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It over ain't under, ten. Over under one and a half. <laughs> right. Regardless. Johnson looks good, though, right? He, he does looks, look really yeah, good. He, he looks does. athletic. Yeah, let's bring it. Do you have that the negative defensive stat that you wanted to bring up? I, How about I this? 42 do. points. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. The defense is just – I think it was five years. In five years combined, it was 35 points against Rutgers the previous five years. This year, 42 points. Yeah, I, I understand that stat, but this I don't like it because sucks. it's a different Rutgers team as well. Yeah. This team's really but bad. But something is – something's <laughs> – Really, truly wrong with this defense, and I don't know what it is. I wish I was smart enough to understand it. Don Brown. Well, <laughs> they're bad at football. All right. So That's what is it? Again, Mike Workman says defense still sucks, and I there there is no defending the defense, no matter how you spin it. You can't defend the but defense. But here's the stat: the average yards allowed per game since Don Brown has been employed at Michigan, starting at 2016, 261 yards; 2017, 271 yards. 2018, 275, 2019, 308, and 2020, 437. Where did he come wow. from? Boston College. He sucks. He, he, that's what's weird is he doesn't. It seems that way, right? He really doesn't. Like, he's had the number one defense at Boston College with, with that type of recruiting class. He had that with Michigan for two years, I think, or at least the top yeah. five. But it's getting worse. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's just getting worse. I feel like he's In a bad way. He a is a way, guy yeah. that might overstay his welcome. He seems like to have that type of personality. As well, a person who constantly overstays their welcome, <laughs> I think you're right. You can just smell <laughs> it, right? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no, what I don't like about it is it doesn't seem like we're getting those big guys in the middle of the defensive line. And I'm, I'm Hitton was a good, you know, he was a good guy to add to this. He's still young, so he, I think he's going to be special. But we're not. We don't have like the the depth in the defensive line interior i mean the, the run defense is not there and that's that's always been the reason the defense can be so aggressive i think is because they're always forcing these third downs and then you see how often he blitzes and it's all a result of the first and second down defense you know what was not working this weekend was carlo kemp on the end yeah he was all that over was the place not good he, jim harbaugh praised him in the interview too because of because of everywhere that he was playing. I don't think there's any bias with you, how you don't like him, oh. you never have liked him <laughs> going into the season. But I, right. I'm gonna, yeah. He doesn't like Carlos Kemp? No. No, oh. he does not. Not at all. I didn't know that. More Michigan or no? It's playing? time to no. introduce our Michigan beers for episode 82. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicilianos Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicilianos Market is the best place for it. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of their best craft beer across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Obviously, they have craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family. And it is who we visit to help us pick out our great Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Ryan, Micah, start us off with what you're drinking tonight. So tonight I'm drinking from Shorts Brewing up in Elk Rapids. They're super fluid. 
it's a cool uh cool design they've got just the the state of michigan there and it's a double american ipa and it says clean water makes better beer and i couldn't agree more and they don't have anything too in detail about exactly what's in the beer but it is a 10 cent deposit so we like that nice it's nice ryan what about you uh, from Old Nation Brewing Company, which is in Williamston, Michigan. One of my favorites. I am drinking Electron Brown. This is a, an espresso bean double brown ale. Who's, uh, that, guy? Who's that guy on there? I don't know, but I want to know his name. He looks intimidating. Jim Harbaugh? Maybe, I he can see that. kind of yeah. looks like a Harbaugh. Right? Yeah, maybe not Jim, but maybe like a brother. Yeah, like, like Bobby, a, yeah, Bobby Harbaugh. Yeah. Like a tough one, one yeah. that's played <laughs> right, One that's actually doing well. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's an 8.1 percenter. Ooh, that's got some bite. Yeah, that'll get you there and keep you awake. We'll that's see. true. Yeah, perfect. Exactly right. what I need for tonight. Since Sam's just <laughs> gonna go to me next, I'll go. Uh, big Lake. Now, you guys did this one. Yeah. So when we had our Big Lake episode, you know, four or five episodes oh, ago. Oh yeah. I wasn't there, but I did go get that beer for you. Yeah. And so you never gave me any credit for that on that podcast. But I gave you beer. You did this just. Yes. You know what? I actually gave you a huge shout out, but Sam specifically he cut cut that. Cut out. that. Cut I out. wondered because there was yeah. some splice. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I have superior. This is the worst produced one yet. Uh, su- <laughs> superior uh, haze. Haze. Because that is the, so. Originally, that was supposed to be a UP exclusive. Uh, now I think it's a UP okay. in Sicilianos Market exclusive. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> we are not currently in the UP. No. Uh, we are not. So this is the Lower Peninsula. Uh, hazy double. Inferior haze. Best best enjoyed <laughs> in Michigan's beautiful Upper Peninsula. Uh, really good place. Have you have you guys been to Big Lake? Uh, no, I've never been inside. Uh, I went just obviously to go get all this stuff. It's really nice in there. Yeah, very nice. And yeah, I have a Big Lake cup to go with it, so it's nice. kind of like a oh perfect. perfect. I didn't even do that nice. on purpose. Perfect. I am drinking from Bell's in Comstock, Michigan. It's Lampshade Party Ale. It's their double IPA. Um, they so it's nine percent alcohol. Um, it says original gravity is 1.079, whatever that means. Shelf life about three months, so make sure if you get it, you drink it. Uh, but this is their their that's, it's their double IPA, uh, dry hopped with Australia's Galaxy and Pacific Northwest New School IPA hop. What's that first word? New School. Nope. Before that. Nope. I'm not gonna read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it said it. the hop character jumps out at you with a juicy with juicy aromas of fruit punch, red berry. And pineapple bitterness is there, but balanced with a nice malt character. Um, again, 9% alcohol. I did not realize that this was going to be 9% when oh. I started drinking. It doesn't even taste like 9% either. Did so. you say Comstock? Is it in Comstock or is it Kalamazoo? Comstock, Michigan. There is a Comstock and then a Comstock yeah. Park. Yep. Com- or, yeah. Comstock Township. All right. Yeah. I yep. learned, that's my one thing to learn. Yeah. There you go. Are you playing a sound effect? My headphones aren't on. Yes, I just played a sound. You just talked over it, but that's okay. Why, why aren't your headphones on? Not that you would, even if you could hear it, you would have talked over <laughs> it anyway. waiting to do that all week. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Detroit Lions. Do we, um, do we have to? Lack thereof game. Um, <laughs> what was left of the Lions were shut out by the XFL quarterback-led Carolina Panthers, 20 to nothing. Stafford went 18 of 33 for 178 yards, was sacked five times. Uh, the running game was solid without Swift, uh, led by AP with 18 yards on seven carries. Carry on had 17 yards on six carries, so we almost hit 20 yards, which is 
right where we want to be. Yeah. Uh, Hawkinson <laughs> led the way through the air with 68 yards on four catches. Um, future XFL Hall of Famer P.J. Walker went 24 of 34 for 258 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions in the end zone. Uh, D.J. Moore dominated the Lions with six, six seven catches. Not seven. Holy smokes. Seven catches for 127 yards through the air. Um, honestly, I, I thought the defense played decent enough, but wow. <laughs> What are you going to do with this 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 offense when you don't have <laughs> those three weapons with Amendola, Swift, and and Galladay? I mean, the, I didn't I didn't even think they were going to look that bad. <clears throat> it should have been more than I, zero. Yeah. I'm usually a pessimist about the Lions. They underplayed, yeah. even with that. <laughs> yeah, you're a real pessimist yeah. about the Lions. <laughs> it, it was absolutely embarrassing. It was. Well, it, it was the worst. Uh, the worst time I've had sitting watching Lions. It's almost for a you very can long see time. it from the beginning too. That's the thing. It was. It was bad from the get-go no i i agree but at the same time it's like they're bad enough that you should have been able to get something going like i know it Who, looked bad who's bad enough the the panthers should have been bad well enough. yeah yeah well they are the <clears throat> lines are just wait that so much PJ, worse. pj walker is legitimately from the xfl yeah he played uh, he, i he watched was, them play was he an mvp <laughs> yeah he was going to he be was the MVP. one of their yeah better he was the best quarterback he was mvp i mean so we were we were up against a stud that so yeah total that's stud. the reason I mean, why usually we lost. xfl players translate What's really well do? to nfl people call him <laughs> so. the tom brady of the xfl <laughs> <laughs> they I definitely don't call him the matthew stafford <laughs> no they don't no that's that's for sure uh he was i think he was five and oh so let's talk about pj a little bit i mean what a good what a good I mean, he's a good quarterback, right? No. Oh. He's a good quarterback. He's going to get Lions. like a $20 million a year deal. That's not how much does Stafford make? I don't know. 30? Something like that. Probably. Yeah. I think he's good. I, I, think, could he get 20, I think he's like yeah, 26. Maybe. Some, yes, maybe somebody will give him 20. Look, I, all joking aside, th- this was the, one of the most frustrating games I, I've watched in a, a very, yeah. very long time. Um, it was just you couldn't get anything going. Obviously, Stafford's thumb was hurting him, but there, that's no excuse. He needs to be better. He needs to be able to make what he had work, and he didn't. I, you have a Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson. That should be enough. You have, yeah, you have, um, what's the dude's face? Uh, Cephas, who's, who's a rookie, but he looked decent enough the first game. He should be able to catch the ball. He should be able to get open. Why isn't Stafford using that? Mohamed Sanu, I don't even know if he got a snap. Uh, but he was invisible if he did. So it's just very frustrating. I, I don't think the weapons were the issue. I think everything else was, in my opinion. Like, it was just, it was terrible to watch. That offense was garbage. And it's, honestly, it starts with, with AP. Again, get over the Adrian Peterson thing. I know Swift wasn't there, but you have on Johnson. He was a sec, second-round draft pick a few years ago. Use him. I don't care if he looks bad in practice or whatever. I don't care if he's going to blow out a knee. Use him. There's no reason to be giving AP the, these touches when you could try to give him to carry on and see if you have something with him. I'm, it's driving me nuts. And I know they came close to the same amount of touches, but at the same time, it was just so frustrating. It's, it was seriously the most embarrassing performance I've seen. And, and it started, it, and I, I already said it started with something, but it, really the offensive line really let this team down as well, I think. They allowed five sacks. Most of them, I, th- I would say one of them was probably Stafford's fault, but the rest, terrible. Terrible snap by Ragnall at one time. That was a terrible yep. turnover. Decker definitely had his worst game of, of the season. Nothing went well, and the offensive line looked like absolute garbage. Against did he, a, did he give not up that great defensive. Yeah, he did give up at least one sack, and he had a holding penalty. I, I thought it was at two. But did you he might have gave up two, yeah. Did you watch the whole one. game? Yeah, I sat and watched the whole game. I always wonder about that with you because like, I can't do it. 
I I will. All right, I gave it I up too. I'll be honest. I always figure that he. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, he's and it, the one who's gonna sit and watch that whole thing. I watched the whole game. Did you really? Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's I want to watch Stafford, and it, like. Yeah, you got I, a real thing for him, don't I you? I do. I and honestly, yeah. twenty to, down twenty to nothing. I meant that in a different way. We easily could have came back in that game. <laughs> Look, I, I know. I'm gonna <laughs> twenty. Nothing. We easily could have come back. Well, there were, there was chances. Easily. There was a fifty-five yard touchdown pass that got called back uh, because yeah. of a illegal formation. There was the missed field goal. That's ten points, and the, those were in crucial moments. I'm not saying that that's the reason we lost. We don't deserve that when the, when that game period end of story. Sure. But the hope was still there till midway through the fourth quarter, at least for for you for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a hopeless romantic. That's the, you are. <laughs> <I> knew, <laughs> you knew that you knew was where coming. I was going. Yeah. <laughs> you, <knew that> I, <laughs> you know what? We talked about it coming into this game, though, and I didn't really get into the schedule too much. This is a team that has lost to the Buccaneers twice. Close games. Close game against the Raiders. Lost to them. Uh, lost to the – or beat the Cardinals. You know, beat the, the Falcons. Lost to the Bears really close. Lost to the Saints really close. Loss of the Chiefs, really, really close. I mean, this was, again, coming into this, I don't care who they have at quarterback. The rest of the team is really good. They're, they're, they're a good team. Yeah. The they're, Lions they're, are they're, no, no, I'm talking about the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. The Panthers are a good <laughs> no, team. Sam, no, the Panthers are a good team <laughs> minus a quarterback. Yeah. They're minus a quarterback from being a good team. Yeah, and if they get Christian McCaffrey back, they could be a very, very good team. They're, they're built the right yeah. way. DJ Moore is a very er, – sorry – there's two. Yeah, DJ Moore. Robbie DJ Anderson. Moore is the the wide receiver, yeah. right? Yeah. Who runs like a running back, man? He is like DJ yeah, Moore. So PJ Robbie Walker, Anderson. PJ Walker, and DJ Moore. All right. So yeah, yeah, DJ Moore is a very good wide receiver. He is very very good. And he tore us apart. I, he's leading the NFL in yards per catch right now. Is he? Right? Yeah, that's over 18 yards per catch. He's a. Again, the, these playmakers for the Panthers are are. Legit. They only scored 20 points. It's not like Walker was the reason they won. The reason they won is because the Lions scored zero points. No, I, I agree completely. Yeah. I, I thought the defense played well enough. They weren't great, they weren't but they a, played yeah. well enough. They had the two interceptions in the end zone. They were making plays. Um, they just didn't match up. Uninspired football. It, yeah, and, and I think the the front, the the defensive front was was letting them down. And honestly, the scheme, why aren't you blitzing on this this young quarterback every single time? That drove me nuts. Like yes. you so, need yeah. to MVP, you man. you get <laughs> if you give the worst player on the field time and space, he will make a play. I don't care how bad he is. I've said that my whole life through hockey. You give the worst player time, he's going to make a pass. He's going to make a play. Why is it? Who's Carolina's normal quarterback? Why? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. That's right. I would rather see Teddy. Still in not there. good, but he's but he's been good with them. Yeah, true, true. He'll still crush so, the so that, Back back to your point. That's that's like common sense. You got someone in there that's. Rush like rookie status, yeah, yeah. you get to him constantly. Sam's getting upset. Put yeah. that rush on him. Put Is the it, pressure I on. I don't know if it's arrogance. Is it arrogance from the the coaching staff that we are going to get pressure without blitzing? We are going to get pressure without. Blitzing. They're, they're just going to say that but over and over in the mirror until it comes wrong? true. It well, they have like it. they have They've, games here and there where they blitz a lot. Sure. So I think they stick to their game plan. So it's clear that their game plan for this was they were not going to blitz. They were going to get pressure using their to defensive linemen to a fault. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they and they just don't react in game. They don't ever change or adapt to what's going on, what they're seeing in real time. Who's in charge of the defensive play calling right now? Uh, it's Bevel. Sam Walthart. Defense. Or sorry, whatever the other guy's name. Yeah, is. Bevel's the offense. Whatever the defense coordinator's <laughs> name is. Don Brown. His buddy. <laughs> Don Brown, Don yeah. Brown. Well, nice call back. All right, so where are we at with the coaching staff? I, I am getting to a point where I know that I cannot continue to defend them. 
and and have uh and be fair to people. I, I I still want them to get another chance, but I I understand that it's not going to happen. Right? It shouldn't happen. Though. Do you th- do you think they're done? So do you think it shouldn't happen? I'd say no. When when does when do they pull the, the plug on these guys? I feel like it's one more loss. That that's where I'm at. Now it's not going to be pull the plug after the, that loss. It's finish out the season. If yeah. they if they lose to the Texans, you don't think they're going to do it? I do. Immediately? No, I think if you lose to the Texans, Friday might be a it might be a Black Friday for <laughs> Patricia. Oh, good play on words. Whoa. Thanks, nice. man. Why Appreciate it. Why don't you? Is that just, happening this year on 2020 or it no? It wasn't that good, Sam. Oh. Settle down. Sorry. <laughs> why don't you just dump them? So mean. You know, early to that end of the season and get a head start. No, I don't 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 necessarily because have, you don't like, have the candidates. Because you don't have anybody available? available. Yeah, sorry, that's what, yeah. That, that's yeah. where I where, where I don't think it's a head start, and I I know people bring that up a lot, and I I understand that argument, but at the same time, it's the head start is is basically nothing. Like you, it's not a really a truly head start because the teams that are going to or the the candidates that you want are going to be coaching into late into the playoffs. Sure. So you're not going to be able to start interviewing. You're not going to be able to start doing really anything of value. If you want right. to bring in someone with experience as, a let's say, a general manager, let's say we cut bait with, with Bob Quinn, you want to bring in a general manager, you're not going to get someone from the Steelers or the Chiefs to jump ship now. It's going to be after the, the season when all is said and done. So I'm sorry. like I don't think that they look at the Falcons' job and be like, well, they fired him sooner, so I'm more interested in that. You right. know what I mean? No, it doesn't but, matter to people. But yeah. if you have an internal candidate, you do do that. If you had an internal doo-doo. one, um, <laughs> he said doo doo. He said doo doo. Uh, the doo doo man. Do we do we just chalk this game up to just a random bad game? I don't know. I I don't I don't know because uh, yeah possibly. But at the same, I think there has to be a piece of that. But the but way but the way that it happened was just unacceptable. But That's the, where I'm at. Like yeah. losing twenty to seventeen. Yeah. You just you were missing your your playmakers. And well, that's just a loss. You that's not a random ball. bad game. This is just like they didn't show up. Correct. So, and, and I get that's part so of the coaching staff. Exactly? I, we've seen this with, with really good teams. You know, the Patriots a couple of years ago when they lost to the Lions, they had no business losing to the Lions. That was a great one. But that was just, that was just chalked up to, well, I mean, whatever. The Patriots just didn't have it today. They'll, they'll, they'll be Sunday. back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you have enough wins, you can do that. When you lose every single game and wins are the – Anomaly, then anomaly, then yeah. Or an anomaly. Th- then it's whatever. not that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, an anomaly. Like for the Patriots, yeah. you have so many wins that, yeah, it's just a bad game against Lions. And yeah, you but lost it, it. I mean, that's but just when like. When the Lions lose over and over again, have losing seasons over and over again, the wins are the ones that are like, oh, it's just a, a random game. Yeah. The, it feels you know like what it, I mean? It could be a random game, but you look at Teddy Bridgewater being out, Christian McCaffrey being out, how, how healthy is your defense? You're not missing a ton of guys. Are you? No, not anymore. You, no, defensive I mean, we line. Using, you, you uh, can't, Trey Flowers. Flowers. That's it, I think. You can't just kind of sweep. Either. You can't sweep this one under the rug too easily. No, you I, know, I, it, it's I, just it. It is unacceptable, like you were saying. Yeah. It's frustrating. I'm a little bit on both sides, yeah, because it's tough being a Lions fan knowing that you somehow you find a way to lose all these close games. Yeah, and the same, and then the next week you have an unacceptable loss. You know See, what I mean? Like in any any given Sunday, lost. Like it just, it sucks. <laughs> so so Mike Workman said he said, you'll have ten days before the next game to get your interim feet wet. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. if they if they lose him. if they He's lose, coach right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. If bl- they lose, then I, I'm okay with them moving on. But I'm also still okay with letting it ride out 
and bringing them back for one more season. I'm, I'm on. I'm on, I'm seriously on both pages. Well, and, Harbaugh. And, well, Harbaugh, I think I think the Lions difference coach. the difference with this is I think we're on the same page, Sam. Is I actually like the way they're trying to build this team. Whether or not they're pulling it off, I I don't know. That's not for me to say. But they've yeah. gotten rid of some cancers in the locker room. They have built this the way that they've wanted, the way that they believe, defensive oriented. You know, I I like the idea of getting corners and all this. Has it been working out? No, it hasn't worked out. Obviously, yeah. they're you know they're four. What are they four and six right now? Yeah. So it's clearly not working the way they think it is. But it hurts them. I, I'm still <laughs> under the impression that the lion or that football in general. You see it every single year. The the worst to first stats that come out. These teams that are constantly like last year. You know the Tennessee Titans. No, everybody was laughing at them with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback saying, "Oh, this is just another eight and eight team." They're always eight and eight. Yeah, and then they win a couple of playoff games. Yeah, and then now they're one of the better teams in the league. You know, so I don't think in the NFL that power switches so fast. I think it just can click with one team. You're you're like one, I don't know, missing piece away. Maybe it's a piece. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's an attitude in the locker room away yeah. from making a big change. You know, for your season. I I agree with you completely. It, this is more than just a. Let's have a team that can be a flash in a pan, which is what you were getting with Caldwell. You were a flash in a pan. You were never going to take that next step. You were never going to be a true contender. You were never going to be a consistent contender. Look, I'm not saying Patricia and Quinn are ever going to be a cons- consistent co- contenders, but that is their goal, is to be a consistent contender for a five to eight-year gap, or five to ten-year gap. That is their goal. They want this to be a dynasty. They're picturing a dynasty. Now, I know that's weird and hard for a lot of Lions fans to say, or hear, because it's far from that right now, and and I get that. But it's a long-term vision that people want more of short-term results. So if the Lions believe in the long-term vision, then buy in and tell the fans to F off. And I'm okay with that if that's what you want to do. You're going to make a lot of fans mad by bringing this regime back. Fans I'm okay mad. with it. What's that? Fans are already they're mad. already mad. Yeah. They're already still, still they're still showing up when they can too. So you're not going to really lose out by bringing anybody back. Not in Detroit. Not in I, Detroit. But die and, hard, right? And honestly, you're also not going to you're not delaying the rebuild by by bringing them back another year either. So we, we got plenty of time to to argue about that. I. I don't really want to get into the Houston Lions game. I know I had it on here, but we're we're a little bit short on time, so I want to move on to the to the Detroit Pistons. If you guys are cool with that, let's do it. You guys are not. You guys want to talk? All right, let's talk about that game. You guys want to talk about Houston? I can tell you guys <laughs> were. I'm you unfamiliar didn't do with that. Houston. I don't know what that means. All right, Lions Thanksgiving just win. I don't Astros. care. Oh, yeah. Just win. Yep. Just win. Make just us win. believe. Make right. us believe. Or so, else. So, basically. All right. So Ryan, I want to. Yeah. I I'm throwing you. I'm throwing it to you here. So basically, all I have here are the draft picks. Um, I have some questions. I have some things that I want to look at, but the I think the the real focus that I want to make this this pod uh, this topic about is the the draft trades and how they got who they got and why they did basically. So they entered the 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 draft with one pick, correct? Yeah, and one they, pick. They made Seventh some overall. trades. I don't know how it all went down, but they ended up by making four picks: three in the first round and one at thirty-eight. So big move. That's basically all I have, and I have some information on players. If if for you to go with yeah, but three before, what do you like in here? the top twenty too. Yeah. It's not just like we're getting twenty eight, twenty nine picks here. 
This is top 20, top 20 picks. Yeah, so which one stands out to you? So let's start with Killian Hayes, the, the number seven overall pick, if you're cool with that. Yeah. What, what do you like about that? I remember you bringing him up last episode. Yeah. So what did you like about him? Well, going into this draft, he was almost like my worst nightmare leading up to it, the weeks leading up to it, because you watch him at first. He's not the best athlete in the world. He's left-handed. People have concerns with him going to his right. So a little bit one-dimensional, but he's 19 years old. He's been playing professional basketball for three or four years now already in Europe. He's been playing in Germany. I think he was averaging like the second half of the year last year. He was averaging 17 or 18 points a game, six assists a game. The strength with Killian Hayes is number one, he's six foot five. He's left-handed. He's got a great feel for the game. Everybody will give him that where he sees the floor. He he makes difficult passes look really, really easy. And if there's somebody on him because he's not physically gifted enough to separate himself from somebody else, he still finds the way to get the ball to the open player. Okay. So that's number one. His core vision is what people are. are yeah. That's huge. Some people are talking about as a seventh overall pick. He wasn't high enough that he should have been one of the top three picks. Okay, because of his understanding and IQ in the game of basketball. So basketball in a lot of ways, it, it fits with what they did last year with with Seku. Like they, I forget where they picked that. Was it like twelve or seventeen? I think he was like fourteenth, fourteenth or fifteenth. Yeah. So like it, yep. it was kind of that same thing where it was who did they take? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's actually really good. He probably could have went a lot higher. So yeah. he kind of fits that same mold of we don't know enough does. about him because he doesn't play college basketball. I think he does because I, and I I can't remember how the exact conversation went down, but like I was excited about him. I I I think you asked or we were talking about like if they're still there, do you take or whatever? And he was he was the one I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, because I think there's some good with Seiko too. Like you have flash, you have things like that. But like what Ryan just said, court vision. He's got basketball IQ. You can see it. But if you watch him yeah. play just clips, you can see it. And and you cannot teach that. No, right, instinctive, instincts, and you know different things like that. Um, but he's still also so young. Yeah, yeah he's ni- he's nineteen years old. He lines up. He's basically friends with Seku Dumboya too. So they both so, played in France. Right? Yeah, and and so what you're looking France. at now, France. what you're looking at now is these guys have he, Troy Weaver clearly had a vision for the future. The the pick that would have been made them better right now would have been Obi Toppin because mm-hmm. he fell and that was a little bit unexpected. There were some, a couple of reaches in there. You also had the the forward from uh, Israel who would have been a really good Denny something. Uh, he would have been a good fit for almost any team, but he would have been a good fit not as a franchise leader but as uh, somebody to fill a role as a right now role filler. And it, right, yeah. exactly. Yep. And Killian Hayes is the pick where you're saying, okay, I believe what we've established right now for the future and last year's draft pick how do you make him comfortable in the united states as an 18 year old teenager you bring one of his friends in you know yeah. that, that he's played with to make him comfortable that is a That's super a hard worker the other thing that made me like flip on this turn I, flip on the pick i guess i actually love this pick now that i look into it is he is a defensive first a defense first point guard okay so he's six foot five he's good at playing defense, and he works really, really hard. People rave about not only his ba- basketball IQ, but how much That's, work yeah. he puts in the gym. So, what makes him a good defender? Like, is it so effort? It, it, effort. But this is yeah, me okay. being this is me being <laughs> really dumb at the basketball. He just but took like, the words out of my mouth. Okay, what, what makes him good, great at defense 
is that he plays defense. Okay. No, <laughs> like, no, I actually I, I tries love, to. I love it, that yeah. uh, for well, going in, because that's not basketball. But it's I mean, effort. I guess I yeah. mean like what is he going to prevent a, an opponent from doing? Is it getting up quickly to a shot and contest a three-point shot and defend that? Is it defending a guy driving like I, again, I don't know anything. I think it's both. I think because you have so much of this NBA thing where you don't have effort on the defensive side and it's like, all right, let's let these things go 120, 130, 140 points. This is not a guy who wants to let that happen. Yeah, and and it goes back to his on offense. What makes him good is court vision. Yeah, and in a basketball IQ, well, good point. It's the same yeah. thing on defense. I mean, in defense, you're always trying to prevent them from doing what they want to do. So he's not the kind of guy if he's playing defense off ball, you don't see any of his film where somebody crosses in front of his face. Sure, they're not just yeah. gonna. He's not gonna be lost out in the court and no. have somebody go right in front of him to for an easy dunk and you then know, give up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, and he cares about it, and that's the other side of it. Is sometimes you get these guys from you know North Carolina or Duke or something that that really don't care that much about that. They just want to get paid. They want to make they want to score their points so that they can get the next contract. Yeah. And this he is a basket basketball guy. It was actually a great pick. Yeah. Seventh and, overall. And I th- I think that's something that's interesting about the just the way the league's going is you get a lot of these. Uh, prima donnas, I think, is that a fair word for for these guys yeah, that are extent, that come up yeah. as the top five recruits? They go to the Dukes, they go to the to Kentuckys. They're they're Michigan announcing State. the where they're going with hats and all that good stuff, and they're expected to be where they are. They're expected the NBA. They're expected to be drafted in the top ten. All of these things. This guy is ex- he just wants to play basketball. Yeah, it's not about That's the well the glitz and glamour. It's about playing basketball and getting paid to do it. It's it's not about the number he's going to get paid. Obviously, he's going to want as much money as he can. Nobody's going to fault him for that. But no. it's not about that either. It's about playing basketball. It's about playing basketball well. Is it about winning? We'll see. But at, is that fair? Like we got a guy. And and what I was trying to ask there is, it seems like those are the guys that are becoming more and more successful in the NBA. It it is the overseas guys. Like the overseas guys used to have like that. Oh, they play. Like wusses, they play they must soft. Be soft. They but play this. But they can they, shoot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it seems like it's kind of flipped, where you have guys coming in from overseas that are actually playing true really blue well. basketball, yeah. the way that the game is supposed to be played on both sides of the court. Yeah. And I feel like the, the way that the Pistons drafted the last two years by taking foreigners, if that's if that's the right word, um, counts. Yeah, it, um, it does count though. Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I know where you're going with that, and it, it's a good point because it is. Yeah. The other side of Thank European you. basketball no. is that they're <laughs> playing against grown men at a very, very young age. So the learning curve, you know mm. what you're getting out of him right now. You know that he's seen that kind of competition before. Is it NBA competition? No, but it's it's pretty close. I mean, it's uh, not, there's not a, a whole lot, lot of difference. Are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and what you don't get, what you do get in the NBA is you get. 20 and 21 year olds who don't know the game of basketball yet with a whole bunch of upside making really dumb mistakes. You don't get that in Europe. You generally get really good basketball yeah. players that are fundamental first type of basketball players. And then, you know, as a 16, 17 year old, can you imagine going up and playing up against a whole bunch of fundamental 30 year olds? Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, you better be good. That's where I'm getting at. Uh, one thing that I like about him is I really love his footwork. He he has that step book, the step back lefty jumper like a James Harden. Okay. Like he travels, you know, sometimes, yeah, I love but, that. but into a jump shot. <laughs> it's going to translate some, really well to the if NBA. If you can get oh, away with it, do that's, it. That's, yeah. that's good because that's not an athletic movement. It's just it's just either in your or it's not. And so he has it. So he, 
as maybe not like the best Russell Westbrook type of athlete, he can still separate and get his own shot. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little bit long talk on one more of these guys, and a little bit and less talk on the other two. So which one do you want to go? Let's pick one that we can go short talk. I mean, short talk. Isaiah Stewart. Let's just do Isaiah Stewart. All right. I, we can do short because people hate this pick, and I've heard so many people give this a really, really bad grade because they reached. Okay. This is the pick that they got for or from. Oh, boy. Uh, the, oh, uh, I, I know who you're talking. So, yeah, it was. They announced it early. I can't think this of it, This was though. the pick that they, they Trevor announced Ariza. Early, early. Yeah, we got Trevor Reza in the deal. Houston. With Houston, correct. So so a future first-round pick. A future first-round pick for this Good number 16. Job. Right. And they picked Isaiah Stewart, which all I'm hearing about is how he is a big, like a prototypical big, who's just going to be dead space. Yeah, and take he, up space. And, and maybe yeah. eventually he could knock down a 16-footer. I don't think any of these people have watched his film. Yeah. I mean, mm. seriously, have you guys looked at his highlights or his film, in just general film? Mm. He is a really good basketball player. Yeah. You've got something here? Yeah. So basically, in an article that I read about him, uh, he, they said, Stewart is a traditional setter, but his 77% free throw percentage in limited shooting range with the Huskies suggest he could expand his range behind the arc. Basically, they're saying his shooting hasn't developed, but the fact that he's a good free throw shooter is promising for a young guy. I disagree. Sure. He's a freshman playing on a really, really good program mm. who doesn't have a leash of shooting three-pointers anytime he wants. He he actually shot a decent percentage for a center. You watch his stroke. He's a good shooter right now. I'm not saying he's a good shooter. He could be a good shooter in the future. He's a good shooter right now. And 6'9 is not a center in the NBA. He's six foot nine. He's got a seven foot four wingspan. Yeah, nice. I mean, but you put him at a power forward. Put yeah. him with somebody else. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. And the other, the other word I'm going to say for him is production, because as a freshman at a major college university, he scored. I think it was like 16 to 18 points a game, eight rebounds a game. He's a he is a big body, but he's got quick feet. He's not going to be. He's not going to be like a Tony Bradley who we just traded away. He's not going to be that center who can't do anything else and move around the floor. He can guard people on the perimeter. I I think this is a really undervalued pick, and I th- and I really like that Troy Weaver went and got his guy here. Yeah, well, he so, was a freshman. Yeah, he's a one and done. He was okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree with him because I, I people are not liking this pick, I think this ends up well. I do. All right. So the one reason why people didn't like the pick is because they wanted help me, Sadiq Bay, right? Sadiq that was, Bay. That was a lot of the the, the, the player that a lot of I people wanted. I was right there with him. I was right there with him. At, at 16. But he was still there. He fell a little bit longer. And then what happened he is, is the Pistons traded up to get that 19th overall pick, and yep. that's who they took. Yeah, Sadiq Bay, number nineteen, probably the biggest steal of the draft. Of you could say draft. maybe the the dude from Israel at pick number nine to the Wizards, but second to him is Sadiq Bay. He is the number one small forward coming out in this draft. Yeah, real quick. So the Pistons they traded um, Luke Kennard uh, to the Clippers in a three team tr- deal that landed the Pistons with a nineteenth overall pick. So that's how they ended up moving back up to get this pick. But yeah, go on a little bit more. No, with that's him. a good point because this this is. One of the more controversial moves. I mean, everybody likes Sadiq Bay, but giving up Luke Kennard is where people agree and disagree with this pick. Yeah. And what I what I think is like the really the overall takeaway from this draft is Troy Weaver looked at the Pistons and said, "That's not good enough. You guys are not good enough. I'm not going to win with with 
you know, Luke Kennard as our building block for the future. A guy who no, has not. fragile knees, fragile ankles and feet, and he's had so many injuries and issues. He's coming off knee surgery. I mean, and he's the best thing about him is he's a 40% three-point shooter. Yeah. We have yeah. enough fragile guys with Blake. And, and, he doesn't, oh, no. and he can't guard anybody. No, he can't. He's kind of that fan favorite guy, but he's not that good of a player. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to make you a good franchise. He's replaced by a franchise. new fan favorite, right? Like, sure. this is Sadiq the type Bay. of guy yeah. that's going to be a, a fan favorite. And Sadiq Bey is the classic. He's six foot eight, small forward out of Villanova. He can play in the post-up. He can shoot three-pointers. He guards everybody. Again, he was the number one rated small forward coming out of this draft. And he fell. He is the positionless basketball guy like he is mm. he is perfect for guarding point guards or power yeah. forwards and that's what everybody is raving about in yeah. basketball right now it's the it's the the new thing positionless basketball yeah. play one and, through four yeah and he's yeah. the he's yep. the best at it you look at three or four of the other guards that came out they're all six five or six six this guy that we just got at the pistons is six eight so is he gonna is he gonna be the leading scorer no but he's not designed to be the leading scorer that's he's, not his role yeah he's yeah. he's designed to be one of the more valuable guys on the court not yeah. the leading scorer Awesome. All right, so then they rounded out with, at the 38th pick, uh, Saban Lee. Uh, Vanderbilt guard drives down the court, basically, is all that I, is all that I have. Did you make a copy and paste? <laughs> yeah, that's all you that? have? <laughs> I did copy and paste. Thank Why you. does it say zero in parentheses? I have no idea. It was did a you, copy and paste. Thanks for calling guys, me out on that. Did you guys look at this him, hey, him you're either? Welcome. Or no? What's that? Did you guys look at Saban Lee either? Or, or no. Did you look I, at his tape? No. I don't know him. much about him. Tell All us right. just a real quick about real him. Quick. And then we, we, we're going to take I'll tell you this real quick. Troy Weaver had him more. as a first round talent. I think he was number 23 overall on his big board. Really? You want this? I want a little bit of that, yeah. Get in there. So when he saw him dropping in the second round, he made something happen again in once again, the, the theme of the draft was this team isn't good enough. We're going to make moves. And he, in his post-game press conference, Troy Weaver came out and said, I wanted to be aggressive, and I wanted to win this draft. I wanted to be aggressive with it and make the moves. And, and that's something that the Pistons have like not it. done in he a long it. time. Yeah. I, it's different, and I love it. And, and he I did absolutely it. Love it. I do too. Saban Lee is a, a point guard from Vanderbilt who is an awesome athlete. I mean, he can he goes and dunks on centers anytime he wants. Like, he is, he's a high flyer. flyer. I can, do that all the he time. He can shoot the three. He shot like 36 to 38% <laughs> at Vanderbilt, and he handles the ball. So there's another combo guard that could be, he's six foot three, I think. So he could he could be a point guard or a small, or a, a shooting guard. Okay. And it, I think will fill a role with the Pistons this year. He, he's already been announced as a two-way player, so he'll probably get time in the G League if they have a season, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then do, yeah. yeah, go up and down. Which they are hopeful the that I, it sounds like they might. So, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exciting. All right, so I do have some post draft moves as a category. I don't really want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is the direction of the organization and what fans should expect going into 2020 um, with, with this team, with this vision. I guess like what, what what would you tell the fans like that? What to expect watching this team? I think. I would just say exactly what Troy Weaver said uh, when he got Smart. this job. Smart. Listen, okay, to, so, listen to him. So he said that, <laughs> that his goal Good is boy. not to rebuild this franchise and become a loser like the six, the 76ers were for a long time. Yeah. His goal is to compete every single night. There's a difference between competing in every game and winning every game. And so I think you, what you can you expect from the Pistons right now, you can expect a lot of losses – but you can expect a lot of young guys getting valuable time and learning how to compete and how to be 
a professional. And I think yeah. this is this the building for them is they're signing some of these guys like Mason Plumley. Like people hate yeah. this signing. I don't really care about it because maybe he's a great pro and he's trying to get his type of play sent down to these young guys and and the learning experience out of that is you know you bring in the veterans that you want to to I don't know help the young guys out and, and teach them how to be pros. I think that's what you're seeing. The post draft moves have made a lot of sense with with the direction that he's trying to get this franchise is they're not going to be a terrible friend. They're not the worst team in the NBA. No, they're not going to get the number one overall pick next year. Unless they win the lottery. They will. Unless they win the lottery. Yeah. They will be a lottery pick. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think expect one more year of rough pistons. Um, and then I think you're going to start to see a real turn of the corner. But it's going to pay big dividends. Big dividends. I think down so. the road. I think so. Right? That's I what do. you're saying. Yes. It it's it all comes down to Killian Hayes, Sekou Dumboya, Dumboya, and yeah. the, the the guys that they're really counting on being the cornerstones in this franchise. I think this draft is unbelievable. I really do. Yeah, I think, I, I think they did a I, great I agree. job. I think that they they took what was in this draft and completely cleaned house. Yeah. Like they did a great job. They took what this draft had to offer. It wasn't yep. high end talent. It was deep talent. Yeah, and they cleaned up on that deep talent. I feel like the key for me going into twenty twenty is, or it should be twenty twenty one season basically, but the twenty 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 one season is, it's a short season. Let's get let's have Blake and D Rose playing their best, yeah. playing healthy, trade them, and then you can do it all over again. You can either do it all over again and get deep, deep players or or deep talent, I guess, or you can take those draft picks that you get for guys like that or other other goofy, I don't understand the way basketball works, but you have valuable <laughs> assets at the trade deadline. Yeah. You can even you can do it all over again with less by giving up less than you did this even this draft even. Who wins a playoff series slash game first? The Pistons or the Lions? Wait, game? So, like, well, the Pistons like, need to win a series, the Lions need to win a game? Yes. Lions. <laughs> uh, boy. Pistons? Yeah, I'm taking Pistons. Pistons yeah. all no, day long. No, you guys are wrong. If, they're, if the Lions are losing, how much? This was a good conversation how much? until now. <laughs> bet how much? right now. What do you want to bet? 50 bucks. Fifty bucks. Who Lions win a playoff game? Or a playoff game, not a wild card. Can I? No, wild wild card is a playoff game. I'll give you that. Wild card <laughs> is a playoff game. I the just had to see. I, I, had, I had to see if he bite. If Stay he bit, tuned. I would have taken it. <laughs> Stay tuned and see if I take. Well, it. let's make it. What no, are you waiting for? I, no, I, I. Can I have a couple weeks to figure out what they're going to do? This <laughs> no, <week> no. <laughs> Because I I think this team is better sooner than we think it is with the. Moves I don't want to bet because I don't I don't believe that. I, because you I, lost I don't to believe me? it because you lost to me on the Michigan <laughs> Michigan State. Oh man, I think I think my hot take of this whole draft is that all four of these guys are going to be impactful Pistons in the future. I in do the, in too. The very near future. Yes. Yeah. Can, it's so easy to win a playoff series in the NBA. Oh no, uh, it isn't. Okay. No, it uh, isn't. Okay. Get out it's of so here. easy to win one playoff game in the NFL. Not Look, for the Lions. <laughs> I, well, agree, one, agreed. What is it? One <laughs> since fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. But you keep holding. So I feel, I feel like I feel like if I make that bet, like I should have better odds. So like if I give you fifty bucks, if no, you win, I should get bet. like six hundred and fifty bucks. Six fifty. I don't what? know. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. Straight up. Put your money where your mouth is. Oof. All right, whatever. Let's do it. 
Are we shaking? Oh, oh you got to shake. shake. Very nice. Are hey, we all witnessing? Don't tell Andrea I'm betting again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Can, I, can, I, can I? I just, I just wick, throw something in here <laughs> yeah, about one real, of these guys. Yeah, real, real quick, and then we gotta, so we gotta cut. I, I'm I'm watching Isaiah Stewart's highlights and take it with a grain of salt. I'm not a basketball guy, but down low, how do you not like this guy? This guy is a mm-hmm. monster down low. He's a rebound monster and he finishes plays. Sure. He yeah. works hard. He gets the ugly points. I don't know what more you want from a pick like that. You're yeah. absolutely right. And this is to. a guy who actually was really close to going to Michigan State. And so this is somebody that I was following in high school leading up to this. He is always finished. That's what he's good at. Like yeah. He scores. He finishes. He can shoot. Did you see his three-pointers? Like His shot looks like a, a guard is shooting him. He's, he, he's good. He is good. He's great. Underrated value, and that's what Troy Weaver is known for, and I think we should trust him right now in that regard. Yep. All right, so for our Facebook watchers, you can tell that we've changed the the scenery a little bit. What we're doing is we're we're standing. We're going to do some taste testing here. So what we did, we we, uh, were approached by uh, locally owned and operated by husband and wife, Sean and Val Burke here in Grand Rapids, Southern Hiss Sauce. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little tasting here. What we have are, so we have Serpent's Kiss, Red Racer, Python Crush, Forbidden Fruit, Harvest, Hell Razor, Pits of Hell, Black Mamba, Deep Throat, The Devil, Of the Devil, and Bar- Offensive. <laughs> Barba, Barba Amarilla. Seems to be a theme. I hope I got that one. That's uh, mango habanero. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely deep throat the devil. Yeah, that's what it is. Here. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, we're, so basically what we're doing is is we're taste testing all of their sauces that they uh, helped us get our hands on, which we're really excited about. They're, basically what they're doing is is, is create, dedicating to creating the sauces uh, that you want to eat over and over again and become a mainstay in your fridge. They create flavors that have no limitations. Marinades, dips, um, make it into pepper jelly to top on your burgers and your hot dogs and your brats and stuff like that. Um, and they even had some customers that said that they, they uh, put them into uh, mixed drinks and make them into their cocktails and stuff. So I am not educated enough in cocktails to be like, okay, I'm going to put sauce in it. I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess it is, and that's perfectly fine. And look, I, I mean, so far, well, I mean <laughs> – yeah, stop trying to make fetch a thing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, right? <laughs> right. Um, so you can find them uh, on their social media. It's at Southern Hiss on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, basically, you can p- place orders um, on either of their messaging platforms at, on social media. They'll deliver. Uh, they'll ship all of that good stuff. Or you can find them at all of like the local cla- craft shows here in, in West Michigan. So make sure you check them out and find them. Uh, they also have a Memphis, Carolina, Texas barbecue sauce that actually was made this week. Ooh. And they're going to be at Allendale High School's craft show this Saturday. So check me. them out. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Do we have that? Kyle, you have zero excuse to not be I there. I don't think so. so. Make sure you go there and tell craft them that. So Sam, State of my sports sent you. I checked yeah. out with what everything you just said. What are we doing here? Yeah, so basically, I mean, we didn't really have a good way of doing this. So in, in State of My Sports fashion, what we're going to do is we're going to do King Kyle's Stanley Cup of Questions. Oh, nice. As yeah, we're, yeah. we're as we're walking around and taste testing these. And then what, what we're going to do is kind of go down the list of Serpent's Kiss, Red Racer. We have one through nine here. And just get some little feedback on it if you guys are cool with that. Does that work? Yeah. All right, so me. I'm going to take my headphones off so I can move around the table a little bit. 
Um, but Kyle, can you start us off with your very first question? Let me do that. Let me pull one. All right. We're going to all have to try to like not chew in the microphone. Because right. <laughs> we're all just that's, talking that's kind of microphone. That's kind of that's important to, to not chew. That's like a terrible sound. Hit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty rude, I think. All right. All right. We're going to have to keep this one short. All but right. How would you like to spend your elder years? Oh, gosh. Naked. So let's assume we're retired. Right? What do you say? Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> I want to have. You uh, remember weird. that movie? That oh, movie, Failure man. to Launch. You guys remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. And I Terry do. Bradshaw's Terry Bradshaw. character, yep. he had a naked room. That's what I want. I want a naked room. I don't have enough. You room went to for church this Sunday. I, know, I I can tell. I did. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great message. Um, but yeah, uh, I want I want a naked room. To be naked. Yeah. So somebody else go. I want to spend my elder years with no worries. Where's no worries. I like that. There it is, right there. I'm gonna try it. Ryan, anything on elder years? Well, I would have I would have chimed in, but Sam was in front of my microphone. He just, sorry, around. I just jumped in front. Really aggressive. I'm very rude, especially when it comes to food. Yeah, I mean the no worries thing sounds pretty good, like secure. Right. So I took my hoodie off. Secure, yeah. <laughs> secure, yeah. <laughs> I want to be in Florida at Disney World. I, I Do wanna... I get to answer these? Usually you say no, but I mean <laughs> this is your I just did, your segment. Right? So you're it's like, my oh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to nice. be in Disney for your elderly what, what years? Are, wait, what's yeah. what are we talking about? Elder years? Are we talking like fifties, sixties? Are we talking like I think we're retired talking age? retirement? Yeah, yeah. All right. So Serpent's Kiss is a raspberry slash ghost pepper. Look, I think that ghost pepper is stands out a ton. What do you guys think on that one? What I get a lot of both. Yeah. Yeah. It's not overly spicy, or you think it is? It definitely hit the tip of my tongue pretty hard. I bet it did. <laughs> no, I, th- I think <laughs> the that's tip a solid of anything one. Else? <laughs> yeah. Kyle, uh, what, what what do you think that would go good on? Boy, the raspberry ghost. I, pulled pork? Yeah. Wait, is that what be. they're doing with? Well, they, they said it basically is... whatever whatever you think, whatever your imagination. That is sweet. You think that's too sweet? Serpent's kiss? Not too sweet. Mm. Sorry, that was probably the wrong word. but It's not too sweet, but it's it's sweet it, enough where I think you have to be strategic with it. Sure, okay. that's but fair. I think it's yeah. spicy. I think the 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 hit is there enough, though. It's spicy yeah. enough. I do get a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you yeah. do this with I chicken. I can still taste it. Oh, there, yeah. That would be really Maybe good. That'd be on better because like you don't have this huge piece of meat. What'd you say? Like on a brat or something? Sam, if you put that on a brat, <laughs> your mouth would be burning. You'd be crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean that to normal people. I just mean that to Sam. <laughs> so, <laughs> so mean to me. seven out of these nine have ghost pepper in them. Yeah, so this one has a Carolina Reaper. Scary episode. And then the other has a habanero. And we'll get to that. But the raspberry and ghost pepper go really well together. I actually I think that would pair really well with a pulled pork. Yeah. Pulled chicken, I mean, it might, but I think it'd be the better pork. with pulled you think, pork. You think the saltiness of the pork would? I think the fattiness yeah. of the pork would do well with the mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cut All right, so but I think that might be true with a lot of. Yeah. Ghost pepper. So yes, as Kyle so, digs yeah. down into his Stanley Cup of questions, what we're going to try next is the Red Racer. So this one is a strawberry and ghost pepper. So a lot of these sauces are a little bit of fruit and a little bit of, of heat, yep. if that's the right way to explain it. Yeah. Yep. So uh, where's that one at? i got to find that one. Right here. Red Racer? What's the question, Kyle? Would you stop eating all junk food to live Five years longer. No. Ha! No, not at all. Look, you I, crazy? Look, Five years? I yes. think it might determine how you define junk food, but I think my answer is no as well. Look, the last five years of my life are probably going to be the worst years of my life. 
in a lot of ways. Yeah, you're going to get to see your great grandkids, and that's awesome. And I'm not I'm not going to overreact to that. Right. It but, might be great. But the, the, right? pain, the pain that I'm in now in life, I'm like I'm in a lot of pain now. I can't imagine the pain I'm going to be in the last five years of my life. And I don't know. I would give up five years for for. You just food. said. Yeah, you get to see your great grandkids, but I'm not gonna like. What 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 did you say? I'm not gonna overreact to that. I'm not gonna overreact to that. Or I'm not. Unreal. You know what? Unreal. I'm gonna not go morbid. Because what if God's like looking down at you, laughing like right now, and he's going, "You (laughs) think think you're making it that far? That's funny." Another five years in you, buddy. Um, (laughs) No, but honestly, like, let's say I lived to 100, right? You by not by giving up junk food today. You stress too much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, but if I live to 100, living. And, and I have to give. Do I? When do I have to give up the junk food? I think is the question. Can now, I give up the last? Right now. Okay. No. No chance. Because no that's. Chance? Like, let's say I, my plan is a hundred years. Yeah. I would gladly die at ninety-five what? to enjoy my food. What What do you consider junk food? What, I don't know. What are you getting I know, rid see, of? That's my point. Like, let's what, define this. Yeah, just no restrictions. That. Like yeah. I don't want to have to think about it. I feel like if if I can't have junk food, then I have. Are then I don't have to think junk about food? it. To me, Probably. in my house, a pretzel's junk food. Technically, it kind of would be it, technically, it, 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 it yeah. It has to be like snack food, like it's yeah. not real. Yeah, junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I can eat potato chips, and the ingredients of that would be potatoes, right? You, potato, sure, good potatoes point. and olive yeah. oil and salt. So I don't consider that junk food, but that's right. what I consider junk food. I mean, it, it's good that's enough, a question. It's good enough to replace junk food. That's a pretty deep question. I feel like you want me to go I'm, again. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the five years. I want the five years. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend that with family because I'm considerate that way. Sam apparently so doesn't, nice doesn't want to be, you'd be a, You're going to be a burden to them those five years. Uh, yes. <laughs> this strawberry one, right? Yeah. Selfish. I think that one's... I feel like I want to marinate something in that. Yeah. That's that's that the one's dinner. more of a marinade. That's right? Yeah. It's, it, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think the strawberry is really, really sweet. And for the people that don't do well with heat and do better with sweet, the strawberry. Good so the, re- yeah. the red racer is going to be a little bit... It's not as hot, right? It, no, I, don't, I don't think it's as hot. I don't know if it was designed that way or if it just came out that way, but I think that's actually a, a good balance of sweet and hot. But I also think I think the strawberry goes better with the spice too. That it cuts it. I out. do too. For, for I my like opinion, it. like yeah. I'm not saying anything bad about the. Well, I just eat, yeah. Raspberry, and maybe but I just like strawberry works better, a little bit better too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good point. Where's python crush? Well, I agree. I think the strawberry is the better the better flavor overall. All right, so I now we're too. gonna jump down to python crush, which is actually a pineapple in ghost pepper. Like so that one's over here by me. You're a pineapple. I need some more pretzels. I need to cleanse my palate. Yeah. Oh, With beer or water. doing water? I'm We're a doing beer water. guy. You know, because you're so cool. He's, he's such a hard junk food. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I guess beer would probably be junk food, right? Oh, yeah. That's your five years, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> so if you guys are going to do this, you gotta, you're off the podcast. No, don't. Never mind. You have to yeah, stay on the that. podcast. I'm to give my answer then, I know that. Yeah, I know that that's not, that's not a, a win in my book. We got a question or what? We got a question. What's your favorite reality TV show? Is Survivor. Oh, <laughs> you think? So? Oh, really? I don't get the answer. Hold on, I gotta get mm. some pineapple goodness. I need some. I need some brainstorm reality, reality TV, TV shows. shows. Yeah, let's yeah. Name a few. Bachelor, Big Brother, Bachelor, Bachelorette, <laughs> Paradise, Paradise, <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise, yep, Survivor, Bachelor Winter Games. <laughs> I don't ever watch that one. We can um, move. We can move on. I think, but there's still probably more. Is real world road rules still a thing, or no? Or is that just no? That, that was like high school. That was high school and college. Okay. Um, is there comments up there, Sam? No. Survivor. Yeah, but I can't read them. Can anybody read the comments? 
Beer just is terrible. Junk food. <laughs> beer is junk food. I'm jealous of this, by the way. Who said that? Doesn't matter. What? Harry. <laughs> you know, people can read these comments as they're. Wait, hold on. I'm Survivor. <laughs> Southern Hiss says we will definitely get you guys some of our new barbecue sauce. Ooh. I'm smoking some. I, I will probably actually do a butt this weekend. So. <laughs> Whoa. Does your wife know this? <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to be using my smoker. <laughs> That's way out of line. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold that on. was inappropriate. That was really inappropriate. We need to cleanse our palates with, with their homemade, homemade shine. Whoa. Whoa. Wait a second. What? Nobody threw that out there. Get out. Okay. That's actually. Yeah, no, I that. was supposed to keep that to myself. Yeah, Sam probably has like a <laughs> no, I, Ryan, go up to the cooler right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, he didn't show Sean. He didn't mention something about their shine. I I don't remember exactly All what All right, said. so this is Python Crush, right? What we're doing right now? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little this, bit about it. Which is the pineapple ghost pepper. This is this is a a good <laughs> this flavor. This is really good. This has got really good heat to it. This is hot, yeah. yeah I like just, the hotness. I, I, I didn't for yeah. how much heat was in that. What'd you say? I just took a little too much for how much heat is in that. Well, you, so you touched it. I'm gonna start getting. <laughs> so what? I, what I like. I'm gonna start about, getting uncomfortable. I yeah. have to take my shirt off. What I like about this one is <laughs> there's there's something to dip. If you're if you have a chip or if you have something like what, what we have right now, pretzels, you're actually gonna get stuff on your way. It's out. got kind of like a chunky. <laughs> it's got like a chunky salsa. Yeah, there, it, texture exactly to it. Exactly, it does. Yeah, because it does. So, I like this one. Some I of do. these, some of these look a little watery, yeah, that one, which that are going to go good right into the meat right. and kind of soak into the meat. Yeah, and that pineapple one's got a lot of yeah, pineapple chunks this, in it. This could also be like a yeah, like a sauerkraut hot. type of thing too. Yeah, like, where it kind of sits on top. Yeah, yep. I'm not it's, good with heat, but I like the heat flavor. in that one. I really Very do. Good flavor. Yeah. What'd you say? Very good flavor. No, I thought he said chicken oh, flavor. You can't hear me. That's why you got to wear the headphones. It's not too sweet either. You think this is underrated. I mean, we're rating it pretty well, so yeah. maybe it's properly rated. <laughs> so no, I, this is my favorite so far. Yeah, this yeah. is good. Very so good. question for Southern Hiss. Is it an apple pie, peach cobbler, and strawberry shine, or are those three different ones? This one? Uh, well, well no, food? no. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a response here shortly. Mm. Sounds like they, they have some shine that they want to get rid of. Oh, that's the shine that oh, yeah. I know our, people, our answer is yes. Yeah. I know people that like alcohol on this podcast. <laughs> Um, we could do a, a moonshine episode. There you go. All right, get it. Get another one going. What we're gonna do is we're gonna right. move down to forbidden. I surely should have got water. You guys are right on that. Forbidden yep. fruit. It is their apple pie ghost pepper. <laughs> we know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should I just run up and get some water? Well, you guys no, you gotta no, man up. You said no. <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. Yep. Actually, I I did schedule a break in here. No, you um, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, that was three different shines. They have an apple pie shine. A peach cobbler shine and a strawberry shine. Strawberry shine? I don't know if I've ever wow. had something like that. I bet you that's really good. Yeah. All right. So which one are we on? We forbidden are down fruit. to forbidden Ryan's fruit. Digging in. Ryan is digging in. But here's what your, question we got? Here's your question. Would you rather meet your great great grandparents or your great great grandchildren? Oh, that is a rough question. If I can throw it out, what my answer? I want to be my great great grandchildren. I think I'm on that that's same page it. with you. Well, that's just why, because that's a fruit of my loom. Yeah, I, yeah. I just feel like that's that, that's me. Not that the other ones aren't, I guess, but obviously. But yeah, that's it, a good point. It, yeah, but it feels more you. Like it I does mean, to yeah. see 
my kid. What is it? Great, great. So that's my mm-hmm. kids, kids, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sure. Whatever. I mean, do I have to do I have to give my five years up of junk food or no? Yes. <laughs> to reach that, or you're no? not gonna like, combine. Like Come on, it's the Part same it, narrative yeah. here, right? <laughs> That's I, fair. I think I'm gonna go the other way. I think I want to see the past. You want to see the past? Yeah, yeah I want to see what they were doing in in Austria and in Germany. You know, with my family heritage. Sure. I think that would be pretty cool. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I don't. You know what I mean? I, I think that was the wrong answer. My, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess with with great great grandchildren, you have more of them to see in, in the end, most likely. Right. Wait, where's forbidden fruit? Right here. Uh, right by Micah here. So. Oh, we just hop in front. No, I need. No. Get out I of need to get a little bit too, too bad, bro. <laughs> well, you gotta have somebody talking. <laughs> All I do is everybody's just sitting back from their mics. So my initial reaction was to meet the great great grandchildren, but I think I'd really want to meet my yeah. great great grandparents. Just a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of. For, I mean, for the same reasons that Ryan said. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ours now. <laughs> I, either way. You guys like that one. What one? Sorry, Either one way, one. it would be such a it's meaningful <laughs> greeting, you know? Like, yeah. how, how can you even pick that? Like, it would be such a beautiful thing to, like, meet those great-great-grandchildren. The it really would. the better question is, who would like to meet us more? Right? Because who, who would like to meet us kind of answers the question of who, who where we should go. Because well, I, f- I feel like it's the great-great-great grandparents that would like to meet us but like in our 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 perspective right now it's like we would like to meet our great great grandkids but they would like to meet us you know what i mean yeah he's talking in circles yeah no No. idea what i'm saying (laughs) i'm still concerned about water what i think is cool (laughs) yeah but we have we have relationships with our parents and then our grandparents and maybe even great grandparents if you're if you're really fortunate I think to know where they came from is also cool because it tells a story about your grandma and grandpa that you probably love as well. You know, I, I, yeah. There's a lot that goes into it, obviously, but I think I would love to know where the family heritage, especially because I think with how young America is, and we're we're obviously in America, so yeah, that's a good point. So I think it's cool to see them, like you know, the generations that basically brought our family to this new country as well. Yeah. So for forbidden fruit, it's their apple pie slash ghost pepper. That was probably my least favorite so far, but you guys seem to like that over there. I what what no, do you think? Not what? my least favorite at all. No, no uh, you guys think that would be a good marinade or like more on top of something? Or no, what? it's a little thicker again. Like it, it, boy, I don't know. Right on top of meat again. Right yeah. on top, right on of, top of, it. of the meat. Because so far, my least favorite is the strawberry. Because I, I, I'm when it comes to barbecue sauces or hot sauces, I'm not so much into the super super sweet. I do love strawberry flavored things though, but the apple pie, uh, the apple pie, ghost pepper, the forbidden fruit would really go well on pork again. It would go super good on pork. The apple side of it, I always like like if you're gonna do ribs, like uh, this is unbelievable by the way. What happened? Oh, watch this! Watch geez, this! He tries to he tries to pick it up and gets immediately hit. Oh, did yeah. they get the ball or no? Or it doesn't matter. The, they're still deciding. <laughs> terrible radio. Terrible. <laughs> Nobody knows what so, we're talking about. Uh, All right, guys, look at this. The apple goes well with ribs to me. Okay, real quick. We have some comments about it. We got to start nice. moving, moving a little bit quicker here. So Carrie says she's with Ryan. She thinks seeing the future seems a little freaky. And then uh, Southern Hiss replied, they're also coming out with a peppermint shine. Just in time for Christmas. Oh, brilliant. Ooh, wow. Beautiful. Nice. So check out, Good like, check out all of their social media. Again, 
at Southern Miss Hiss on Facebook and Instagram. So make nope, sure you check them just out. Just at Southern Hiss. What did I say? Southern did I say Miss? Miss? You said Miss Southern Miss. Sorry, Hiss. that's my that's my web browser. Just <laughs> is that what you call your brain when you're drunk? Sorry, sorry. No, Southern Miss sauces is what I meant to say. I don't Southern know I said Hiss. That. You said Southern no, Miss again. Goodness, I'm struggling here, guys. I'm still focused on the water, but I also want more beer. So I don't know. This is well, speaking of the water, diff- your sister said, go get water. It's hard to watch you struggle. Right? Isn't it? Yeah, she's been watching me struggle my whole life. So that's fair. Where's Harvest she Hellraiser? Loves you. All right, Harvest Hellraiser. That oh. is their so pumpkin pie slash ghost. I'm a little nervous about oh, that. All right, one. down by me. It's a ghost pepper pumpkin pie. Like, I'm not a big now, pumpkin this one's guy. Thick. This girl's so thick. Yeah. Right. I'm coming down. That was one that I was supposed to shake, right? Did I shake I it? I did, did you shake end up putting it. the lid on and shake it? Yes, I did. I asked you one thing, and I hope you did it. Did you but shake it like a Polaroid picture? You know I did. Shaken, not stirred. No, but I, like, do we have a question for? We. <laughs> 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 All right, I I gotta get over there, but I need a question to. to I need someone to be talking while, while so I go. Give us some space. It's a very so important. So this is their job. pumpkin pie mixed with ghost pepper. I don't taste the ghost pepper at all. This is pure pump, pumpkin. pumpkin pie. Straight pumpkin. Sam, it's like if you just took, business. if you just. There, there's a little heat. It takes a few seconds. Well, I, I'm just I'm probably feeling it from all the rest of the sauces at this point. Okay. It's hitting right here like yeah. whiskey is. <laughs> you can feel that one a little bit, right? A little bit. All right. Hmm. Here's a question. Besides me, <laughs> who's the funniest person alive? <laughs> Hold on. Read the card again, please. Okay. It says, besides Kyle. Okay, one more time. Besides Kyle, who's the funniest person alive? <laughs> That's a really good question. The funniest person alive? Funniest person alive. Yeah. So Part- looks aren't everything, obviously, since we can't choose you. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I think it's just giving up the fact that I am the funniest person alive. Oh, I thought they were talking about your looks or something. No, good joke. Very thanks, man. We appreciate it. But well, fine. that rules one out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm, I think the funny person is. I'm tempted to say Quinn, my four-year-old daughter. <laughs> she's <but> up there. <laughs> she's pretty funny. She's funny. I got to think about this, though. I, like, when you look at comedians and, and actors and stuff, like, I... This is going to be a two-hour conversation. There's something about Will Ferrell that just makes me laugh. And it's half of, half of it is what he looks like in the way he acts. Like, I don't know. He, he's on my list. I don't know if he's the funniest person alive. He's not the funniest person alive. I know that he's not. So, he might be. So look, we're going to throw a few into the ring here, okay? Will yeah. Ferrell, clearly. Jason Bateman is in the ring. Jason da- Bateman is in the ring with I Will Ferrell. I want Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Do you have his yeah. Dave Chappelle skit that really? you can do for our audience? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that an office thing? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, he gets yeah. in trouble for the... That's like it's episode like two, episode isn't it? episode two, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> That's this so podcast good. would be over if we did that, so don't, yeah. Uh, you would, yeah, Kevin you Harder should do it. You'd love that. Jimmy I, somebody, Fallon was brought up. Yeah, somebody Dave should Chappelle. comment. Who else? It, yeah. Who else? I want to know what Southern, Kevin, Kevin Hart? Southern Hiss thinks Kevin about Hart who the funny hilarious. person was. He is. Uh, this one, I get a lot of pumpkin in this one, right? Yeah, and, it, and it's yeah. not... I'm not a big it's, pumpkin it's fan. I bet you, but if you don't want it, if you don't want it as hot, this might be a good one. Yeah, I agree with that. There's, the the there's still a lot you know. of heat coming. You still like, yeah, you get it? Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I get it from the aftertaste for sure. I don't know because I, I'm seriously, I bet my you mouth do, Sam. is like, I feel the heat from all the other ones. So I'm not sure if this has the heat or not, really. All right, let's do one more of the, the, the taste test before we get into the next picture. So we got Pits of Hell. 
We can ca- did, did you guys? Did everybody answer the the funniest person alive? Because I want to keep I that did. going here. Um, All right, Pits of Hell's over by me. So yeah, nobody did. One that was brought up on I Facebook it was Burt Kreischer, and I second that one hundred percent. That's the guy from uh, Van Wilder, right? No, that is Van Wilder. That's huh? who they made Van Wilder, the the movie based on. That was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. So the well, actual I character, I, like, I just said the weird thing. The he, he actual right. Van Wilder, okay, is Burt Kreischer. Okay, where's Pits of Hell? <laughs> Sam's, Sam's hurting. Uh, I'll be right back. I didn't. I didn't know that. Has he been really? in other stuff or? What about like what about like Chris Farley and some of the Saturday Night Live guys? But it says alive. Okay, yeah, Farley yeah. Pass. Oh, or he'd be on the true. top of my list for sure. True, yeah. yeah. That's exactly where my brain well, what's, went. What's the guy from The Jerk? What's his name? Um, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. I think he's way up there, too. Steve Martin. Steve Martin's oh, hilarious. Steve Martin's he's hilarious. Than Dave Chappelle. He is. Yeah. So okay. timeless. So, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. have Netflix or no? Yeah. Watch Hey Big Boy, Burt Kreischer yeah. on Netflix, and then you come talk to me and you tell me if he's hilarious or not. And that's the character of Van Wilder? That is who they based Van. Yeah, Wa- yeah, that okay. is Van Wilder. I like that. I like that. Okay. I'm back. I got oh. ice. I'm going with Steve Martin just because he plays the banjo or like Steve Martin's hilarious. Every place. Oh yeah, he's gosh, amazing. Yeah. He's an amazing. You guys, uh, I'm taking back. Yep. I, mine is Sh- Dave Chappelle or Steve Martin. I think. I think so. Steve I think Ryan's actually a great pick. He's hilarious. In the Jerk, oh, love yeah. that oh, movie. So funny. So you ever funny. seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? No. Oh, so good. Should I? Yes. Okay, so Southern Hess, they said they also have a wing sauce in the works called Hotter in Seven Hells. That sounds fantastic. I'm not sure what the flavors are, but you you caught me on, like, the hotness level. I I hope it's hot because I like hot stuff. Hot wings especially. 100%. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. What about Jake Johnson? Underrated? No. funny? No. Nick he's a good. Girl. He's a good character, but I mean, he's not like a stand-up comedian. I, right or anything. I think he could be though. You think so? Yeah, I think he could be. He's just funny. All right, so we're on Pits of Hell, right? Did I do that one yet? I don't know, but I just no, I didn't. So that's, that's the Traverse City cherry. Actually, Ghost pepper. The like cherry is not too overbearing. No, yeah, because in that's got a in, lot of balance. In yeah. some of like the cherry yeah. stuff that we've gotten from Traverse City, because. Naturally, I mean, if you're from Michigan, you know Traverse City. They're known for cherries, cherry festival, everything cherries this, cherries that. And that is not overbearing cherry no, at all. It's actually it's really, balance. really good. One thing that, that Sean told me when he was dropping off this this uh, selection here is is they actually grow most of this in their own their own garden. So ghost really? peppers are straight from their own garden. Wow. Um, all the peppers are, are from that. So good for I that. think that's really cool, the jalapenos, habanero, all that stuff. Straight from their own garden, cool for them. So that's um, Sean and Val Burke. So the Let's go owners to Black of Mamba. Southern Hiss Sauce. Black Mamba. Black, Black Mamba. Mamba. I feel like no, Blackberry no, Habanero Jalapeno Ghost Pepper. I'm not even trying it. AKA I'm not a Kyle. This is, a good one. this is this is Black what they called Mamba. me back in high school. Okay. Black Mamba. Uh, and speaking of when I was a child. Uh, Why did they call you that? His <laughs> frostbite, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your favorite game to play as a child? Oh, boy. Frostbite. 
You said as a child or as an adult? As a child. Okay. Yeah. I had a different game as an adult. (laughs) I feel like my parents need to tell me what what it was. I don't think you want to hear your parents answer. Yours was mini sticks. (laughs) Or basketball. Mini sticks. Basketball was a big one. Or tummy sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, No, but um, I think I really enjoyed hide and seek, though, too. Oh, hide and go seek tag. I loved hide and seek. Yeah. I didn't call it tag though. I called it hide and seek with Home Free. With Home Free, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you got to get back to like, you got to get back to where the person countered right. from. Yeah. And then that's you hide and go seek tag, I think, right? I always called it tag with tag Home Free. Well, My kids call it with Home Free. So <laughs> Ryan, get your hand out of there. I think that's a really that's that I think that would probably be my favorite. But my parents, so I remember growing up, my parents would have game night that we would all pick a game. My sister Brittany would always pick like a drawing game. I don't know what Carrie would pick. Probably hide and seek in the dark. But I would always pick hide and seek in the dark as well, which was with Home Free, I believe. So, I don't know. What is Home Free? So basically, where the person counts to whatever it is, if you can get he was there, homesch- he was homeschooled. Yeah. If oh, you- <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So were you, Ryan? So shut your mouth. All right. Yeah, um, your man. He's no, just but, trying to help. But Bring with Home heat. Free, it was if you get to where the person counted before they found you, you can't be found. So oh, it's just like you're yeah, home. Okay. You're home free. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody else gets found. I got so, you. I got you. I don't know if my parents are still watching or not. If they're right, not, Micah? shame on them. But favorite game, mom, dad. If you guys know Can what my favorite game was as a kid, please quiet. please share it with us. Yeah, mine was chess. <laughs> yeah. Also share yeah, yours. Three like, D yep. type of chess. I yeah, traded sure a lot of did, stocks yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's just showing off. He did not play three D chess. <laughs> Micah, any game chess. you can think of? He might have played chess. He was probably really good at chess. Okay, is Sam <laughs> I, I, ever going to stop? <laughs> I don't stop talking. I get nervous when there's Sam's silence. Sam's the new me. <laughs> like, I didn't know if you guys were still talking or not. I was. I thought you maybe you turned your mics off or something. I don't know. No. What, what, talk for no reason. Was that like your diehard? <laughs> the ones you guys mentioned, was that your diehard one you always went to? Or was that just something off the top of your head? Because I don't really have a diehard game I loved. No, I, I just I, don't. Baseball I, for me. It was just I just baseball. casually played I know, I games with my family. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I played so m- I just played my whole life. I feel like. What about like, Clue? Like, if we're talking, like, I love Clue. 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 Clue was a good one. Clue yeah, was a solid game. I I really liked like, I mean, nobody's gonna care about this, but I had this like hover hockey game. It was like a a big old puck that we would play, and I'd play with my dad all the time. Well, even just playing simple catch met the world to me. Like, and I feel like we see that as as dads. It's like just playing catch with your son is, is makes yep. makes awesome. them like. Feel like they're the coolest person in the world. But so your sister I'm sure that was up there too. Your sister brought up Pigpen. Pigpen that, was Pigpen that was one amazing. in like kind of like the middle teen years was awesome. Yeah. You know what? You know what mine was? I think it was um, uh, where you grab the flag. Flag. Oh, capture the flag. Oh, capture the flag. I remember that. Capture one the flag time. was awesome. Yes. Capture the flag was probably my favorite game. The one where you grab the flag. Time. What's that? What's yeah, that I'm just trying to you think of the other words. Well, yeah. I remember playing. I, I broke I my wrist. A lot of that. I yeah. broke my wrist playing mm-hmm. capture the flag. It was that intense in my backyard did one I time. Break your ankles and your wrist doing that? Oh, you did not break my ankles. You did not break my wrist. My sister actually. Broke I was my there. Wrist. He did. Um, but I'm not. I'm, I've forgotten and I've forgiven and forgotten. Black Mamba. So, we'll never Black Mamba. Where I'm Black Mamba. I haven't tried Black Mamba yet. What one we, of my favorites. What do you guys think? Yeah, you like that one? Blackberry. What would go good with? Jalapeno. It's it's got a lot going on. I like it. So, that one is one of the more subtle ones. It doesn't have a whole lot of heat to it. Sure. Compared to the other ones. Sure. It's got really good flavor. I love it. Really good flavor. 
Sambo, what do you think? What buddy? up, buddy? What do you think? It's good. Are you burning up again? Yeah, that one's yeah? getting me. Okay. He is getting hurting. Me. I actually might have tried that one already, and I forgot because it just burned. I think out we of my might brain. have been eating all of these before the. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not. <laughs> They're I, all kind of good. I'm so. not great with heat, but these are the. Uh, I like the flavor of these, and I'd, I'd really like to see what I can do with them, or what somebody else could do with them, because I'm not a big cook or anything. So, do you mellow down your sister's chili then? Because your sister's no, I like chili my sister's is chili hot. A lot. I just put them on chips every single bite. <laughs> on chips? Oh, you got to go at that chili hard. That is the world's best chili, and you just got you. It's hot. Oh, it's so good. Um, what are we moving on to? Deep throat the devil. This is the big boy, right? Isn't this isn't this supposed to be the most spicy? All right, so spicy. Double is? check the 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 lid. Where's the, the lid for this one? Okay. <laughs> I'm curious. Where is it? I think it's right there, right we next to his hand. Oh, right, no, right. next one over. The lid. We're looking for the lid because I think it's deep throat of the devil. Is it deep throat of the devil or deep throat devil? It says the devil. Of the devil. I think it's yeah. of the devil. Where'd I no. Alley, Sam? Oh, no, it is just three deep throat the devil. Right, My I'm bad. I'm going to do a few rapid fire questions here, so let's go All quick. All right, let's, let's go quick. And then we'll what go. would you most like to learn how to do on a computer? <laughs> Mine is that I... Girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was going to do that, too. <laughs> okay, that's too actually easy. the only answer I wanted was yeah. Sam's. <laughs> because yeah, I, I wanted that at all, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, is Are these questions just yeah, the same? You don't want that. <laughs> Alright, so this Deep Throat the Devil is their bourbon smoked peach Carolina Reaper. What remains undone that you've wanted to do for years? One more time. What remains undone that you've <laughs> wanted to do for years? For me, that is easy. I want to jump out of an airplane. And bungee jump. I want to do both Dude, of those there things. You, go. you want to jump out on an airplane? I, we've Let talked, me know, we've and we will this, go. We talked about this. Go back go. to episode 72, yeah. and you can have this whole conversation all go. over again. No, but I... Let the man talk. I mean, I can make a joke out of it. Do you want me to make a joke? Do it. Make Are my you? wife happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She's very happy. You're in big trouble. She's a very happy person. I don't know. Why don't you let her speak for herself? Huh? I'd like I to locked have the door, so just can't come down here. <laughs> I'd like no. to have kids. <laughs> just kidding. I have way too many of those. <laughs> no, but honestly, but that, that's a to tough do? question. Stop what was it? Kids. What was the actual Stop wording of that question? Kids. What was the wording of that question? Say it again. Is it worth it or no? What or should we just move on? Undone. Sorry, what remains undone that you've wanted to get done for years? I don't know. That's tough. All nope. right, let me ask you this then. Go on. I want to go on tour. <laughs> tour, yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's well done. It's like seven months over. Which is more important? <laughs> but it looks great. Intelligence or common sense? What's more important? Which common sense, in my opinion. Common sense comes first. Which one are we on here? What is that? I think there's a lot of intelligence. In is that still this is still, uh, we're still deep-throating. Deep and where does wisdom come into that? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think common sense is a little bit more important, personally. I mean, oh, absolutely. I've met a lot of people, wh- whether it's like even like when you're dating and stuff, like you'd rather have someone with common sense than you. like book smart. Is that fair? Oh, I'm sure you'd love to have a, you would love to have a guy with <laughs> common sense. <laughs> He's so mean to me. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, is that fair? There's nothing wrong with that. Your oh, wife brought up a learn the guitar. Is that, is that on? Whose wife? Yours. My wife? Yeah, I have always wanted to learn the guitar. I actually borrowed my dad's guitar. He and? doesn't know how to play really either. Um, but I, I've always wanted to learn it, and I just can't do it. 
Because I also feel like I could sing, but I just don't have the confidence to do it. For the people that can play guitar and sing, sexy. kudos to you guys. Careful, Sam. Because it is incredibly difficult to play the guitar and sing, but then play them at the same time. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask a question. It's then we're going to try um, Barbara Amarilla. Wait. Yeah. We haven't no. even talked about this, have we? Deep Feel the Devil, I thought it was no, sweet I, enough to cover yeah, let's talk the Carolina Reaper, right? Because that's, yeah. isn't that supposed to be really, is that? So Carolina Reaper, is, is, is that the, one. is that the, um, I like pepper? it though. That's the pepper? Yeah, Carolina Reaper. Okay. This is my favorite sauce. Is it really? I think that one was really good. By this far. is number one so far for me, yep. but it is, it is. But isn't that supposed to be the hottest too? Definitely the hottest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need another taste of that one but before we move on, but. Please um, don't. So what we'll, we're going to do is we're going to ask, we're going to, I need, I need, I can't just dip my finger in it, Ryan. Um, Put your tongue in it. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. You said that. Nobody else said that. You alone. Right. I'm a human that said it. No, but um, I'm a human. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a question, yeah. and then we're gonna taste the last one. We got Barbara Amarilla. It's their mango habanero. Now that's the least spicy pepper, right? And then maybe we'll do one more question just for fun. Don't cheat. Is that it? No, it's, I don't know what that one is. That's the Carolina. No, you that's, got a question? That's, that's Throw out a question, throw. Kyle. I'm, right. not, I'm not going to do this. Me and Ryan like this. I'm doing it. It's good. Would you, Okay. This is really deep. This is kind of deep. Right, I don't know if oh, Sam can gosh. handle this. <laughs> would you like he throws to be, me under the bus. That's never can't. a good sign. Would you like to be proudest of your accomplishments? Or your character? My character. That's not even a question. Yeah, no no question. I mean, I care a lot about my character. That's because you're a character. Yeah. I I don't know. I like. Aren't you going to accomplish things that reflect your character? That's why I'm going to say accomplishments. Because I think my accomplishments will be a, a reflection of my character. No, I, yeah. see, see, that's where I disagree. I feel mm. like I feel like your character... Is more about who you are as a person, where your accomplishments are <laughs> like. I don't know. Your accomplishments are more like what you've worked for. That was. Did, I don't want to say came easy, or didn't come easy, but like. No, but I think my I my like my accomplishments come from the character that I have. Is my. I, I agree that's with you on that because you have. And, the, and I feel like that's the True. goal. Yeah. I feel like that's the goal, but sometimes there's a lot of people that get accomplishments that are. The opposite of their character. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like uh, accomplishments can overshadow a person's character. Yeah, it's a big time. It's a really good question. I mean, I mean, let's look at like politicians, for example. Not throwing any names out, but a lot of their accomplishments are great, but their character is actually piss poor, and they're not good people. Yeah, like where you know what I'm saying. Where I feel like your your character, if look, if your character is what creates your your accomplishments, great, perfect, but. If your if your accomplishments are outside of your character, then that's a problem. <clears throat> a compliment or uh, oh, sorry, not a compliment. A, a comment. Question. Comment on Facebook. Politics one show one us one you one. can accomplish a lot one without one. character. What was that? Is this one that we're on right here? Sorry, Mike. Yep, that's your winner. We interrupted you. Barbara Amarillo. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, <clears throat> you're good. No, there was a comment on Facebook. My wife. She said, "Politics show us you can accomplish a lot without character." Mm, that yeah, was no, that she's was right. 
She's that right. was heavy. Yeah, and but somebody who's a good character and doesn't do anything with their life. I mean, that's the other argument. That's the other right. side of it. The other side of that coin. Yeah. Yep. She's saying politics. All right, Kyle. One more question. No. So. Yeah, let's talk a little about that one. Tell that a little bit, and then I have. I just drew the perfect like sum up this whole thing question. All right. So the mango habanero. So it's their Barbara Amarilla. I I don't know enough about sauces <laughs> to know like w- what does that go with, Micah. <clears throat> I feel like I feel like the sauce would go best with chicken, pulled chicken specifically. Okay, I mean you you could put it on any sort of grilled chicken, but specifically on a pulled chicken sandwich. And I think it's really easy to say this with all these sauces is to go on something that's been barbecued or pulled, some sort of meat. I mean, I think that's the that's what it's paired best with, but. But with that that unique mind, I mean, if you're if you're a if you're heavy in the kitchen, you can find all sorts of different things to pair these things with. Oh, 100%. but it, it's yeah. it's just the grill guy, the the meat loving type of guy that I am that I keep thinking of what barbecue type of meat this goes best with. Yeah. No. So for the people that don't know what we're doing, I mean, again, thank you to Southern Hiss. Uh, sauces. It's good um, stuff. Owned yeah. and operated by husband and wife Sean and Val Burke. Um, I feel like some really here unique in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Stuff going on here. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of fruit and heat. I think they did a great job with that. He doesn't even care what I say. Like I'm bringing more. No, than he no is. idea what I. Like, <laughs> he's just. It's almost like I can't hear him with like my headphones on. Of you. <laughs> um, but the, what they're looking to do with their with their sauces is basically bring a a mainstay um, sauce for your fridge. You can put on basically anything. They're looking for marinades, dips, um, jelly, so like you can create this into jellies and stuff like that to put on your burgers and brats. Is that what that means, Sam? Yeah, exactly what it means. Thanks, buddy. Um, some of the customers have even put them into some like mixed drinks and all that good stuff. So uh, you can find them on their social media at Southern Hiss on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can place orders through them. So please. Uh, check them out. Let them know that you yeah. heard about them on State of My Sports podcast. Um, and just, I mean, they, 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 I mean, they have all these sauces. They have Serpent Kiss, which is a raspberry ghost. Uh, a lot of ghost peppers. They have Red Racer, which is strawberry with a ghost pepper. Python Crush, pineapple with ghost pepper. Forbidden Fruit, apple pie, ghost pepper. Harvest Hellraiser, pumpkin pie with ghost pepper. Uh, Pits of Hell, which is their Traverse City cherry, ghost pepper. Black Mamba. Which is a blackberry habanero jalapeno ghost pepper. Wow, that's got a lot of flavors in there. I thought that one was pretty solid. Uh, Deep Throat, The Devil, which is bourbon smoked peach with the Carolina Reaper. And then Barba Amarilla, uh, which is their mango habanero. Uh, They also have a Memphis, Carolina, Texas barbecue sauce that is coming out this week. Um, It'll be available at the Ellendale High School Craft Show. Or, again, check them out. They will deliver. They will uh, ship it to you, all that good stuff. Um, so thank you guys, thank you, Southern His Sauces for for giving us this op- good stuff. giving this giving us this opportunity. All right, I got one question. Yeah, for thank you, you, thank you. What, what's your question? I literally drew this out of. Oh my, yeah, let's do one last question. Let's do the question. So we question. gotta keep it short. Uh, quick things, but this is literally what I just drew out of here, out of all those questions. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner? No way, that really come literally up? <laughs> Lions football. Oh, just a terrible answer. <laughs> no, <laughs> the worst. Answer. Honestly, I, <laughs> the worst answer possible. Honestly, my favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner is putting corn 
on top of my mashed potatoes. I do the same thing. Got a boy. Yes. I feel like I can't go this far. We disagree on so much, but that we <laughs> we, we agree on that. Yes. Yeah. We, this podcast is gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, favorite part of Thanksgiving. I love getting together with family. No, favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner. Family. It's about literally love getting together, sitting around family. He's, he's lying. Family qual- family qualifies. That's no, good. I, still I, not lying. I completely agree with you. I think just you guys are making me look bad. No, unplugging, unplugging from the yep. world and getting back yep. to what's important. It's yeah. The the older you get, the more you just appreciate. You appreciate it. that more and more. And more. Yeah, you hear yeah. it as a kid, and it's just cliche, but it just becomes so real. You know, the older you get. What's just what about you, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like okay, I with the the industry I work in, it's that Friday is always off. Yeah. So I know I'm getting like a long. My kids are off. <laughs> so it's just the day I, off. Well, and I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm getting four to five days off with my kids, with my family, with it. Yeah. Like going back with Micah, like it's just it's a it's, it's like such rest. a it's such a great family holiday. It really is, especially for, with corn on your potatoes. And corn <laughs> potatoes. For the record, I and do love gravy on top my of my family thing. time too. I just no, I thought we were stop. giving Sam, like Sam, you've already, oh, you've already there's said the back battle. <laughs> I thought we family, were giving family, family. I, oh wait, vegetables. What's, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> so much going on, but a mixture of them right together. Is that music? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Ryan didn't know it was there, so he didn't recognize the music. Wait, is that is that my turn? <laughs> I don't even have headphones here. <laughs> oh, you all hear that music, not the rest of us, but you do. We don't. It's time to make our DeHops Brewing Company and Cafe Picks of the Week. But before we do that, I want to remind you to stop into DeHops Brewing Company and Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan. <laughs> Family-friendly atmosphere is perfect for whatever you have going on, and if you mention State of My Sports, you get a nice little discount when you carry out a crowler or on your first pint when you dine in. Whatever your beer of choice is, we are sure DeHops will have something that you like just as much, if not more. Keep an eye out for some of their great beers at your local beer store, or if you carry out a six-pack of their double-dry hopped New England IPA 7 Secrets, it will not disappoint. Stand Delicious, which is their incredible juicy IPA that is packed with mosaic hops and creates notes of pineapple and citrus. It is soft on the palate and has just enough to bring you back for another sip. Or check out their World Beer Championship Silver Medal Award-winning Shadowbox Dark Lager, now sold in six packs or on drought at the brewery. Draft. When open back, draft. back up, you can get Don't it on draft to to at him. the brewery. Dobbs Brewing Company. Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020, so check them out and let them know that we sent you. Can you guys hear me? No, No, I've had a really hard time hearing you. I'm not going to lie. Is your mic on? It's on, yeah. I don't think... (laughs) You're trying to yell. You're you're at max volume here, so I'm going to bump you back down and just yell next time. It says Micah, so Micah and I talk very differently. Oh, you oh got, shoot! We oh, yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. it is? Oh, that's what that was my problem. Ah. That's what we do. Sam set it up wrong. That's what we do. Oh. <laughs> I didn't set up anything wrong. I was okay. going to the bathroom when you guys reset up. All right. Oh. Anyways, oh. last week's results. Oh. Micah, How do you do that? How Micah, do you just do that? Micah went one and five for a twenty-five and thirty-one overall record. Yes, Kyle four and it. two, leading the way with a thirty-three and twenty-three record. Ryan two and four. 31 and 25, and I went three and awesome. three for a 30 and 26 overall record. That that's winning. I mean, I mean, not winning, but that that is no, a I'm, winning record. I mean, you're like third I'm out the of one four. Winning. It's a winning record. 
Right, but I'm, so the, I'm the one. Yeah, you're killing it, dude. If you were actually putting money on these games, you'd, you'd be sitting pretty. Well, for last You might week, be able to retire. Maybe, like, not before that. <laughs> Somebody else was making your Well, pick. Jared made my picks the week oh, before shoot, that. The, Jared, the music no turned off. All right, so Jared. what we're going to do is we're going to start with, Jared. basically, we're going to start with one of the Thursday night games. Listener Jared. Um, obviously, Listener we got Ravens Jared. at the Steelers. If this game happens, so I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a lot of COVID going around with the Ravens. Who knows what's going to happen with that game? Weird. But we got season. Ravens at Steelers. Yeah. Steelers are a four-point favorite. Kyle Sardisoff, since you're the expert here. Oh, uh, this one I don't know at all. Um, the Ravens have all the COVID, right? The Ravens have the COVID. Okay, give me the Steelers. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, Steelers. Ravens have more than just COVID going on. They're they're lo- they've lost three out of the last four. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, Steelers that. are going to win this game easily because they're <laughs> they're healthy. The COVID's passed them, and yeah, the yes. COVID is is a real thing. My God, the Steel Curtain. Yeah, Steel Curtain's going to minus four. That's the Sunday or the Thursday night game. All right, so we're going to jump down to the Bears at the Packers division rivals. We got the Packers. They're a seven and a half point favorite. I'm sure Mike is going to take the Bears, but. We'll save that for last. <laughs> Kyle, say, start us off with this one. Um, I think the Packers are upset. I think the Bears stink. I, I want give me the Packers. Ryan, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right on the same page with you guys. And then I'm sure Mike is going to take the Packers because it's his team. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Fair or to because it's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. All right, so we got one more or two more NFL games, but the first one. Before we get to our team, we got Titans at the Colts. The Colts are a three and a half point favorite. Um, Titans coming off a big win here. Kyle, where, where are you feeling with this one? Uh, I'm going to take the Titans in this one. Ryan, yeah, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> it's kinda, but I am. Too many field goals for the Colts. Yeah, I'll go Titans in this one. I only have to stay ahead of Ryan. All right, uh, I'm going to take the Titans as well. I really like the way they're playing. I I love what what the Colts are doing as well. Um, so I don't want to underestimate what they're doing. But three and a half, it's going to be a field goal game either way. I don't know who wins. I don't know who loses. But the Titans, or yeah, the Titans are going to at least cover the three and a half. Micah, what about you? I am going Titans as well. All right. So so far we're we're agreeing. So there's going to be no progress made until we hit Houston at Detroit. Detroit is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home on Thanksgiving. Uh, What are we looking at here, Kyle? Houston. Houston, we have a problem. I told you five (laughs) weeks ago I will bet against the Lions every week, and it's been serving me well. (laughs) All right, Ryan. Help help me out here, buddy. I don't want to lose any <laughs> momentum or ground to Kyle, so I'm going to go with Houston. He's going to hold on until you find that one game. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to take the Lions because I'm Sam Walton, and that's what I do. No, but, I mean, come on. They two, match up well. He said they that's what he does, well. though. Look, two and a half under, underdog, they're going to win. They're, I mean, they're going to win this game. There's no question. Houston that's, has a really good quarterback, so that, that means that's really good for the Lions. I know. That this scares is the everything crap Sam said last week. Basically. It scares the crap of me, but I'm just going to take the Lions because that's what I am. That's what I do. All right. Micah, tell Houston. me I'm right. Okay. Sorry, bud. I, I just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what's going to happen this week because last week, quite honestly, I, I bet with the Lions, and uh, the, the injury report came out, and I told you, I'm like, oh, I would have. Bet against them had I known all Look, this was going to happen. If Swift's healthy, if Galladay's healthy, which I'm sure they're going to be, they're going to win this game easy. <laughs> uh, whoa. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. That'll never happen. All right, here we go. 
Uh, we're gonna. Oh, hold on. Let me change the music to to the college game. Where is that college game one? And I'll ask Pandora. That's your job. Let's go. The Rams won. All right, but we are at our college games. We got three of them they this week. Touchdown? To start, we're gonna go they Auburn at Alabama. <laughs> Alabama is a twenty-four point home favorite. Kyle, who's gonna win this Ooh. game and why? And give us I, some. Po- I don't know who's gonna win, but I want the points. <laughs> you want the points? So you're taking yeah. Auburn. All right, Ryan. That's a lot for a five and two team. I mean, it, yeah. is Auburn ranked? I don't even know. I'm so out of touch with this. I have no I'm idea. Too, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling I'm everybody I'm out with one I'm question. Totally guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you guys said that the pretzels were not enough, and then we all laughed and said, "Yeah, it was plenty," and we're almost gone. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the leftover pretzels <laughs> that you provided. Make, like, hot the dogs sauces were just so good, right? I thought we were gonna right. have like chicken wings or something. <laughs> all right, That's Ryan, who do you have for this one? Oh, Alabama. Bama. All right, I'm taking Bama as well. When you can take Bama <laughs> less than th- four touchdowns, you do it. <laughs> right? It's the Iron Bowl. Ryan? Or already uh, picked. Micah? <laughs> Ryan actually already said he took Alabama. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> say it again. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Alabama. So that means Kyle's going to win that game. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got an in-state game. Michigan State is going to play this week, allegedly. Um, Northwestern is at Michigan State. Michigan State is a 13-and-a-half-point underdog. Kyle, what are your Spartans going to do against Northwestern? Is this basketball or football? Football. Uh, you better pray <laughs> it's basketball. It's just the foot of the ball. Um, I want State. Really? Whoa. Hold on. What's your score prediction? <laughs> no, that's Jarrett's thing. 12 and a half. One to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be 12 to zero. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, Northwestern. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I do not trust Michigan State. I don't either. Same. Northwestern. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Northwestern looks good right now. Kyle has been a solo. So this is going to be an interesting week. We could really make up a lot of ground this week, guys. I hope so. And here we are. I don't like this. To (laughs) our last game of the week, we got Penn State at Michigan. Michigan is a two and a half point favorite against Penn State. Um, Penn State, who we. I hate that. Perfectly pick our unders. If you guys watched our, our college this, football preview, we had unders one. across easy. the boards. This is easy. Um, Michigan. He's taking Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Really? Play the right quarterback, you win this game by way more than two and a half. I am there with you. You taking Michigan? Me? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Ryan. I am Ryan, and I will take Michigan. <laughs> I am Sam. I am Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sam, and I will take Michigan. Okay, I want Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so i got to make sure I don't throw that one away, so I'm going to throw it farther away. Um, but anyways, it is time to, to make up my mind. grade our Michigan beers for episode 82. But before we do, I'm going to remind everyone once again of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan. Uh, <laughs> located on Lake Michigan Drive. Right between Grand Valley um, State University's, <laughs> I looked at the, I looked at the audio and I, I lost my 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 train of thought here. Um, Grand Valley State yeah. University main campus in Allendale, in downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. You can you can know what you want and they'll have it when you when you first join in. Just as much, if in. not more. Um, but maybe more. They have such a great variety of craft beer. It is unbelievable. It is wall-to-wall of craft beer. They also have uh, wine. 
uh, spirits. And they have people that know what they're talking about. That is a great point. They like, just help you. Yeah. So you say, Science, I like IPAs. Coffee, I like tea. sours. I like coffee. Like whatever it is that you like, you walk in and say, this is what I like. And they'll be like, all right, you go this way and I will show you where to go. Not even that. Point that out. Not even that. I've been there where they actually just say like, what kind of foods do you like? What do you really enjoy eating? And then they just pair you up with a oh, beer. I like that. Yeah. It's nice. a great point. Great nice. point. And wine too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also they have winemaking supplies. They have homebrew supplies. It's the largest selection of those in West Michigan as well. We love that they're a part of the state of my sports family, and it's who we trust to to pick out our beers um, for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that state of my sports sent you. Uh, let's get some beer grades going. Let's go far left to right. So Kyle, start us off. Big Lake Brewing, Superior. Sorry, how did you guys do? A haze. A's. 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 Okay. So this is the Upper Peninsula. This is the uh, Hazy Double IPA. This is a good beer. Uh, 7.5. That's all. Just a quick 7.5. Yep. Is it my turn? Would I buy it again? Absolutely. Is it the greatest thing I've ever had? Nope. Yeah, do you guys remember what we gave that? What grade we gave it? I think we gave it a pretty good score, right? I think we were a lot higher than that. We'll have to look at it. It is very good. I like it. All right, Ryan, you're next, buddy. Electron Brown from Old Nation Brewing Company. With Bob Harbaugh. In Williamston, Michigan. Uh, an 8.1 percenter. This this has a really good blend of the coffee. Like, you taste the coffee in it, but it's not all coffee. It's not a coffee drink. That's Not overpowering. Yeah, and I... I um, it, But it's a double, too. I appreciate it. I really appreciate this one. Yeah. I'm going to give it a... An, 8.1. 8.1. That's great. Okay, good. Good beer. Uh, good can. <clears throat> but I feel like the, I want to know more about the guy. Yeah. It, there's got to be a story. Anything. I know. There's not. But yeah. I just, I'd like to know he more. He kind of feels like an old nation would answer it. It feels like a minor, yeah. like a minor to me, like somebody in a, in a mine. It's yes. just like. Very industrial. Yes. Very, it, yeah, gets yeah, his yeah, hands yeah, dirty. Yeah. yeah. So he's not under eighteen. I've been watching a lot of like hits rocks. <laughs> no, no, he's not a miner that way. No, not that kind I've been of watching minor, a lot though. of pole dark lately, so I'm thinking mines. <laughs> gotcha. He's not Joe Biden. Not that so. you care. <laughs> so on, tonight man. I'm drinking Shorts Brew. They're super fluid. They're American double IPA, and it says their clean water makes better beer. Oh, that's right. And I honestly, I that's kind of what I taste. Is that is that that clean water is kind of their focal point of this beer. Um, it says that this beer explodes with a perfume of resiny hop aromas. A simple malt bill allows the hops to shine with flavors of coconut, pineapple, and tropical fruit. I I guess I'm I'm ha- having a, a real hard time picking up those fruits, but it's got a perfect bitterness that resonates across the palate complimenting the awesome hop intensity within and it's a 9.1 percenter um it's a lot of info because it was good they they didn't have it on the beer so i really wanted to research and and understand what was going on here but it there's a lot going on um i'm gonna give it a an 8.2 8.2 that's a nice little score yeah, Ryan, you gave it an eight one, eh? Yeah, he one point one percent. It was a play on Up to me. Grief. What are right. you going with? What do you? Got? I am drinking. What am I drinking here? I am drinking a uh, lampshade party ale. So, 
Uh, it's their Dumble. <laughs> that was an awful throw. What just happened? <laughs> what? Wait, what, the throw or me saying Dumble? No, we just we're watching. <laughs> watching Both. They, they are checked out on this podcast said. already. He right. said Dumbledore. <laughs> Is there double? <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> <laughs> I've never right. seen a worse throw. I haven't either. <laughs> All right, uh, it is their double IPA. <laughs> I don't know. Um, brewed and bottled by Bell's Brewery in Comstock, Michigan. It is nine percent alcohol, which I'm feeling. Um, it is ninety. Uh, yeah, ninety percent. <laughs> um, lampshade wow. comes into play. <laughs> or, or, so sure. a, oh man, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> this is a good beer. <laughs> Get it together, Sam. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Uh, good basically, beer. the hop character jumps out at you. With juicy aroma, 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 <laughs> of fruit, aroma. punch, red berry, and pineapple. <laughs> Look, I, I think so far this is. It's if, if we were looking for a fun episode, <laughs> I just put this was gonna be Ryan's score. That is not the case. This is my score. You basically said Aroomba, like the Even vacuum. Even from the other side of this table, the aroma of that beer is amazing. Very nice aroma. <laughs> DJ Aroomba. <laughs> All right, no, th- I, I I thought this was a solid beer. I'm gonna give this a nice uh, seven point nine. Um, yeah, I mean it, it was good. It was a good IPA. What are you doing? You changing the score? <laughs> mice, <laughs> mice. Did I no. say mice? No, you said nice. It's a, n- a nice. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were say- I thought you were calling me out that no, I said the wrong nice. word there. Nice, nice seven point nine. All right, all right. All right, but anyways, it was a oh no wrong music there, but oh, hey, close this it is out. Rookie, Pandora. a rookie rolling, rolling, rolling hot here. Uh, but hey, thank you guys so much for recording this for you. Yeah, <laughs> please do. All right, bye. Thank you, thank you guys bye. for recording. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to uh, Southern Hiss. We'll talk to you guys next week, if not sooner. Sponsors, the House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing All us right, to All right, guys, I hope you're enjoying the butterfly <laughs> in the Detroit dancing. But that's all we got for you. So thanks down. for tuning in. Bye.